Good evening, everyone. Uh, this is Sean. Alex. And this is Finn. And we are giving you a multicultural international podcast. Um, we are starting season two of Coast of Kings Radio. This will be our first episode. Um, we listened to some of your feedback on our Instagram, um, Facebook, on social media, your comments. So we added some new things this season to our podcast episodes. Uh, but first of all, I want to kindly remind everyone to wear their mask. Uh, over your nose and mouth. Over your nose and mouth. Especially. Just so you know. do both. Because <laughs> we will stare at you from no matter where we are. We can see your nose. We can see it. We'll cut it off. Oof, okay. <laughs> Strong Not words right. from Alex. Um, so yeah, I hope... If, sorry, go for it, son. Unless you're in the Netherlands, because there no one is wearing a mask. Right. I know. Isn't that strange? I'm from the Netherlands, yeah. and I'm like... Hmm. It's I have my like, questions. It's almost like all of these countries in Europe handled this so much better than America. True. At least they already, like, <laughs> you know, at least they already handled it to begin with. If we're in we're, America, we're still on the upswing. Uh, for real. Uh, but uh, I just heard today that I'm in one of the most severe, well, in, one, in the re- one of the regions where the um, rules are most severe. Apparently, Belgium is in the top four. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the US is not like that. Um, here it's a free for all. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least Orange County, where we live uh, in Florida, Orlando area, uh, it's mandatory to wear a mask in public. And you know, Universal, Disney—they've been really good about mm-hmm. constantly reminding you to wear it over your mouth and nose. Yeah. So that's been pretty good. Um, but everyone that's been wearing a mask, um, hopefully you have stayed safe. Hopefully your quarantine wasn't as bad. Hopefully you did quarantine, like mm-hmm. it's you know the, the right thing to do. But even if you didn't, I hope you're safe. Um, we we did all right. I think it's the longest time we ever spent together at home, so that was mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Um, I mean, it was good. Like, it was by all means, it was yeah, good. It was fine. the ultimate challenge. We didn't kill each other or anything. We so, got married. We got married, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we got married. married. Congratulations. So we were so bored during our quarantine. <laughs> we got married. Yeah, between season one and two, we did we did quite a bit. We also drove down from Seattle in a truck. It kind of sucked, but then we got married the moment we got back to Orlando. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, um, and we also actually rode some roller coasters. Uh, so did Sven. Mm-hmm. European parks be, seem to be uh, seem to be open a lot more than <laughs> the U.S. parks, but with some exceptions. But uh, most of them are. Uh, yet I would have been in Orlando with you guys in June. Mm-hmm. But I know it's so true. Sadness. It was sad because I'm a, I'm a travel agent, so I had to go and call Disney and cancel. Mm-hmm. It was quite sad. Um, Thank I you, travel agent. Lately. I've been canceling a lot of a lot of vacations lately. Yeah. It's been my it's been my job. <laughs> yeah. Get your job lately. Yeah, yeah. 20, my job lately is just like job description. Hey, has it's been me again. Canceling. Another cancellation. <laughs> Ner- nervous laugh. <laughs> like Halloween horror night vacation packages. Yeah. Bye. Speak. Oh yeah, um, they announced virtual Halloween horror nights. Today. Oh yeah, like they just announced <laughs> virtual Halloween yeah. horror really? nights. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll stay yeah, home. Yeah, they're doing. They've got archived footage of houses and stuff from previous years and. We'll be broadcasting or hosting it on online. YouTube. I mean, to be fair, it's better than nothing. Like, I'm sure yeah, the hardcore fans appreciate it. Yeah, but no. So, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we went to a bunch of parks this year, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool, even though um, all of our plans for everyone, including ourselves, we were supposed to go to Wuhan, believe it or not. Uh, that didn't happen, I figure. Um, you know, first I was really optimistic. It was February, and I was talking to my friend from Wuhan that I worked with, and I was like, oh, we're still going. Like, by the time May rolls around, everything is totally fine. And she's yeah. like, no, it's really bad. And I was like, we no, like, it's oh, not. Like, just skip Wuhan. I was like, oh, we'll just skip Wuhan, and we'll just do, you know, Guangdong Guang region and Shanghai region, and it'll be cool. Um, that'll probably be happening in 2021, 2022. Yeah. That's how cool this year turned out. Yeah. Um, we got a season right. pass to Disneyland Paris earlier this year, mm-hmm. which we were so excited about. And now we can legally travel to Europe. So <laughs> there's that. Well, at least it's still good for July. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah, July next year. Oh, yeah, I guess it's already August. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, today we'll talk about some of our uh, some of the parks we went to, uh, which is actually quite a bit. We're pretty proud of ourselves, mm-hmm. um, you know, given <laughs> it, was some, it was some domestic appreciation. Yeah, we finally hit up some parks we never spent time going to because they're the only ones that were open. So mm-hmm. look at that. Yep. Good thing came out 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got some cool tips, some industry news that we'll talk about towards the end of the podcast. Um, so I guess we'll dive right in because you've missed us so much, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. we'll actually start with Universal Orlando Resort. Uh, first op- parks opening in our region. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there first week of June when they reopened. We uh, we had a good time. I would say that it was busiest in the very beginning. Like when they had passholder previews, it was actually pretty crowded. And then we were there for uh, for four days with the agency I work with. Uh, we hung out at Cabana Bay. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, and ever since then, crowds have definitely lessened. We would go on weekdays and we would just walk on to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been really great. Universal, I think, handled it really, really well. They yeah. kind of set an example for the industry. We're relieved to report, honestly. I think this is Universal's like finest hour. They're even though their profits and stuff are in the can, just like everyone else. Reputation-wise, I think Universal will be remembered for how well they handled all of this, especially now that we're three. They've been open for th- for two months now. Yeah, it's City one of those things where... been open for three months. Yeah, it's always kind of that Disney versus Universal thing. And Universal decided to open as soon as they much could. Sooner, six weeks sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was good for them because they had everything organized. There was markers. Staff seemed to be well-trained. I mean, of course, a rough start, but everything had a rough start. Yeah. Um, and overall, I think I'm really satisfied. Everything was operating, yeah, high capacity, definitely no weights, um, really fun mask designs. The masks are much more <laughs> comfortable than great. Disney's. So Universal really did a great job, and by opening six weeks earlier than Disney, I think they kind of had time to show the world, like, hey, we know mm, what we're doing. Yeah. We are also, you know... Because mm-hmm. I'm sure they were, people we're probably also thought... I mean, people definitely thought that they probably wouldn't be able to accomplish and, and do what they were able to do. Uh, and the time that they had, people accused them of rushing and, you know, not maybe not taking mm-hmm. this seriously, but I think they, they were quick to rise to the occasion... Yeah, and um, this, I think it was only two weeks later. It was only a, f- a few days later. I forgot the exact dates, but Seabolt uh, and Bush Gardens reopened. And I'll be honest, uh, I was disappointed yeah. with how Bush Gardens handled. <laughs> we only lasted mat- like an we hour. We lasted like an hour. Bush we were Gardens. so mad. It was, it was uh, just a hot It mess. was bad. So we haven't been doing much SeaWorld and Bush Gardens lately. In fact, we tried going to Aquatica once, and it was so bad. It yeah. was so crowded. Half the attractions weren't open. Lines were it was crazy. everywhere. We were, it was like a Tuesday, right? It was or, a Tuesday. It was a weekday. So was SeaWorld was closed, but Aquatica was open because yeah. they alternate their days. 
um, it was it was rough. Like we were just we were just actually just thinking. Okay, we just wanted to go for the lazy river. Yeah, we'll swing by lazy river, look at the dolphins, and leave. Oh, wow. um, the lazy river was closed, and the park was packed. It was super packed, it and the like, so parking lot was full. And then we, you know, there's the the fast lazy river with the rapids. And it was just it was like so incredibly full shoulder. of people. It was shoulder to shoulder. Like, it was not. It was not COVID friendly. Like, so this is um, not responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just left. We just yeah. we came in. We left. So as of right now, we're still excited um, to go to SeaWorld soon. I heard to clean things up a little bit. But yeah. with the universe having such a tight operation, we just been flocking yeah. there. there. There's been weeks we've been going every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, while on furlough. So um, congrats to Universal on that mm-hmm. one. Besides the COVID measures, did you notice something special at Universal? Something so they're that doing this thing. They are not building. <laughs> so there's this thing where like the sky is black in some parts of the park, and it actually turns out to be steel. Yeah. Oh. It's a roller coaster. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, <laughs> in I've all heard, fairness, I've heard it Universal looks staff members refer to it as a shrub. As a shrub. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, well, we planted a new shrub. I'm like, oh, is that what we're calling it? <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> like, we're pruning it, and we want to make sure it looks nice. <laughs> I can't believe that the park is building that, honestly. Because, okay, so Islands of Adventure already has, like, the most complete roster of any park in, in Florida, in my yeah. opinion. They have all the cool dark rides. They have all the cool roller coasters. Yeah. And then they have they just have so much, like, all the cool restaurants. I just love, yeah. love, love Islands of Adventure. I'll spend they all day already there, have every day. the two best dark rides in Central Florida, Spider-Man and Harry Potter. Totally. Forbidden Journey is exceptional. Um, I mean, so is... The Ben's best roller coaster. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but just, just IOA. Yes, IOA, yeah. Has mm-hmm. a, that triple threat of the, the two Harry Potter e-tickets and for us, Spider-Man, which I, I still think... And then it's the water ride capital of, yeah. of Florida with, you know, Jurassic Park, always phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then both Popeyes and... Dudley and Popeye. Dudley are... So the park are already has, like, the strongest roster around... The, like the most well-rounded, mm-hmm. and so now it's just a, another victory lap for them with with the with Jurassic Park Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster. It looks really good because based on um, our experiences with Blitz coasters, obviously Maverick's great. Thailand is phenomenal, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then we rode a couple in Asia last year that were yeah. absolutely Steel out of this Dolphin. world. So I'm like really stoked. I think yeah. that this is the right product to go with for you know the best coaster in, in all of the Florida. Region. Yeah. Possibly. No doubt, yeah. Southwest. Or, or maybe Southwest. out of, Sorry. honestly, maybe out of Florida because yeah. it's looking, it's looking yeah. really good. And what yeah, I also noticed is it. that they are more and more using the new track type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed it. The Wallaby Belgium coaster, which we have a new update, mm-hmm. by the way, everyone. Check mm-hmm. it out. Um, yeah, that one uses the same style. of. It almost mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of a mix between SNS mm-hmm. new track style and Facoma. It's kind of cool. I like yeah, it. They, cool. they already oh, used oh, it, yeah. oh, it that, for yeah. Hyperion and for uh, even for Red Force. I think it has similar style. Okay, I dig it. But you know what? I do want to give a quick shout out to Disney for building Tron and um, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy because we would never Cosmic we would one. we would have yeah. never seen Jurassic World Velocicoaster if it yeah. weren't for the serious competition down the street, and then SeaWorld mm-hmm. is going full on with adding new roller coasters. So, oh, yeah. you know, we wouldn't be having the best coaster in the region, which I think it'll be yeah. for Warren for like everyone in a mother it's building gonna roller coasters like, now. Is it better than Fury? Is it better than Lightning Rod? Yeah, it's going to be gonna definitely be a national player, which usually the Orlando parks aren't a national player when it comes to roller coasters. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, I think, till Mako. I mean, Dueling Dragons was great, mm-hmm. I'm sure. But um, I don't think it was till Mako and like modern social media that, the coaster wars kind of moved into Florida, and yeah. now everyone's building the biggest coasters. So that's cool. I'm excited. 
Uh, and real quick before we move on, um, for anyone wondering, Universal has openly admitted that Fast and Furious Supercharged absolute is crap. <laughs> so, <laughs> of their five rides they have closed due to a lack of popularity during COVID nineteen times. Uh, a day in the park with Barney. Barney. The twirly twirl and hurl ride in front of Simpsons. Stormforce mm-hmm. Accelatron. Next to Hulk. Next to Hulk. Fear Factor Live, which was I thought it was already, already closed. Okay. I thought. Mm-hmm. And, and Fast, Fast and Furious, Furious Supercharged. <laughs> okay, just for me, um, I, I have done the tour in uh, Hollywood where mm-hmm. you have the Fast and the Furious scene. Yeah. So yep. that's exactly the same, but then just that part it's of the ride. It's actually worse. It's, it's actually worse. Exactly so what they worse. did is they yeah. took that video. So the whole experience they created for Hollywood and they built mm-hmm. it. And then oh, yeah. they have they have three terrible pre-shows. They're really bad. The actors are not into it. Like they weren't into it to begin with. And then Universal said, "Make us more videos." And they were like, "Really?" I don't not think into Vin it. Diesel could possibly be act more bored less or whatever that girl interested. is in the car. Anyway, it's just real bad. Yeah. And then <laughs> you actually board this bus. Okay, the party the bus. Party bus. <laughs> <laughs> you not? You board the party bus, and it's like a. Oh. It's not a fun party by any means. Yeah. And then like you go down this cool effect. That's the only cool part where like it looks like you're going really fast. And then you turn into these show scenes from Hollywood. Um, but they altered them to have like different characters. Maybe I don't know why, but they, they altered really, them. It's the exact same video, but like they altered in they they video edited in different people in addition to it. And they altered it to make it look like San Francisco. And then you have the next scene where it's altered to be San Francisco. Yeah. So you have the exact same race through the streets of L.A. But then like, you jump over the river and, <laughs> and it's downtown like, San Francisco. The, 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 like, there is no the river San in downtown skyline. San Francisco. Yeah, it, it's so I mean, terrible. there's a lot of water there. It, it makes it no sense. It clearly is meant to be L.A. Yeah, it's 100% Lots L.A. Concrete, except for that. Like I mean, kid you not, the theme of the one in Hollywood is that you start in the Jurassic Park garage, which Hollywood only has Jurassic Park yeah. garage, not, not Orlando. They have yeah. one floor. That's it. It's really obviously the Hollywood garage, mm-hmm. and then you take off. Yeah. They kept that for the one here. So like yeah, you're literally like in the Hollywood garage, like and you take off. The Transamerica building and like all the other like, like, like backgrounds. Yeah, and then you finish and you San crash Francisco. into like all the containers, like Hollywood, yeah. of course. Yeah. And then there's a little video popping up that is literally the same video as Hollywood's, where they're at the sound stages in the hills, being like, "Your family now, you yeah. can ride with us anytime." <laughs> like, wow. And it's like, wow, guys. Right. Yeah. Like, this is so cheap. Okay. And if you go to Google, it has yeah. a 1.6 stars. Yeah. I contributed to that. Yeah. I'm pretty proud, but everyone contributed to that. Like, it is so bad that people left bad. Reviews on Google. Someone on the pass holder page said that like they walked up to the ride closed, you know, and it's like I guess we weren't family after all. <laughs> <laughs> but you can ride with evac we anytime. We're family. <laughs> but the family up and left us. I would have left too. Shit, that's not my ride. <laughs> so, so yeah. Anyway, we're actually really sad that Universal lining. was like COVID oh. killed a lot of things, but it also killed. Fast and Furious, so. And sadly, <laughs> we like Aventura a lot. That's a favorite hotel, I think, on yeah. Resort. But they're closing that along with Sapphire Falls temporarily because of the low mm-hmm. demand. And yeah. then Portofino Bay has never reopened. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think it's reopened until 2021. Yeah. So that's all for Universal, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I really enjoyed our time. Like, yeah. we were definitely on this time where we only got about Disney World and Universal was always busy and mm-hmm. we weren't into it and it was hot and... But uh, we've been super universal people. We bought all this merchandise, yeah. and we've been like 
wearing these cool outfits, like street fashion in China, but like <laughs> universal. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah, we've been into it. Yeah, wearing wearing our silk button ups to Universal Studios because we. And they've just been doing such a good job, you know. Everything's yeah. open as we're like. It, they take really good care of their pass holders. The pass holder lounges in all of the restaurants that they usually. Oh yeah, they have like special menus yeah. just for pass holders. They like, have a lot of Confisco. special event space, like in the nice restaurants, but they're not hosting events right now. So they gave them to the pass holders. So. That's been really Speak- fun. Speaking of that, didn't they also introduce a new annual pass for uh, Florida residents? Yeah, where so currently, you can go, uh, yeah, if you buy for- one day ticket as a Florida resident, yeah, then you get to visit as many days as you can like up to December twenty fourth. If I'm not mistaken, I should know okay. this for sure, but I don't have it's it in front of me. Kind of smart, but yeah, that's. But, and then they had to adjust their hours because the. Crowds last Saturday were so outrageous. <laughs> yeah, so Universal, along with Disney, cut their hours. Universal did it earlier. So when the parks reopened, it was open 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., both parks every day, with early admission for pass for certain pass holders and resort guests at 8 a.m. for the Studios Park. Then they cut it to 9 to 5 for Studios, 10 to 6 for Islands of Adventure. But then they've been giving the gate away. So they've been like making tickets really cheap for you know locals and there's all these Florida deals and everyone's just been flocking over to the point where on Saturdays there's like three hour lines for rides, especially since and they're only oh, open wow. to like five p.m. So they had to change that. They've they've changed it back to on weekends now it's six p.m. Which is still not much, but an hour helps. You can get into a queue before six, you know. And because they don't mm-hmm. make you reserve your space in the park, yeah. Like, unlike Disney, Disney makes it you can hard. just roll up. So like pass holders really? don't have any struggle. Yeah, yeah. Disney, Disney is hard for pass holders. Like we can. God, it's, it was messy. We'll get to that in, in a little bit. Yeah. But, like, for Disney, it's been a lot messier. Nice one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a little messier, so. <laughs> the world does not stop for the podcast. It does not. I'm surprised the cats haven't got cost half yeah, again. It's all right. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll, we should probably move on to our next bar. Yeah. So we also actually mm-hmm. went to Frontier City. Yeah, we did a little Heart of America trip because... Frontier City in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I was scared. I was like, the last place I want to be right now is like Texas and Oklahoma. It's like COVID. No one, everyone believes that like masks don't exist and yeah. shit. Like, I was scared. Yeah. We had the greatest time. It we was had fun. a great time. Yeah. Frontier City was the first Six Flags Park to reopen. It's um, also the first Six Flags Park to make a good impression on me in a while. Yeah. So it was, it was also the first nice Six Flags Park <laughs> I've ever been to. Girls, Six Flags is ended lately. It was I'm sorry. Frontier City. But that was really good though, Frontier City. Yeah. You could tell they have really, really good local management and they don't actually put Six Flags on a lot of their stuff. It's Which I really appreciated. Everything was non-Six Flags branded. Mm-hmm. But you could see the Six Flags touches, you know, like yeah. the big corporate like yeah. overlord. But it just felt great. It had a lot of charm. Even though Diamondback was close, their uh, Aero Shuttle Loop, I've still mm-hmm. never ridden one. Yeah. Um, it's a place we would comfortably revisit. But I would go there again. If it, this, I, it's out of the way. But it was worth it, though. I mean, it's not terrible. At least it's in a big metro. Yeah. The park is cute. To fly into Oklahoma City. It has a couple of cool it. classics. Not very large. It was yeah. actually really cozy and quaint, which helps with, you know, being able to keep it up. A lot of these big Six Flags parks are too good for their own. Mm-hmm. They're too large for their own good, you know? They, I loved it. it they kind of like, you know, the larger Cigar Sparks is the maintenance just lost touch years ago, and now mm-hmm. it's, there's too much to catch up with. This it's place just, was like, hard, a, but it felt like a great value uh, Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah. <laughs> no, it gave me kind of European vibes in a way that it was very green. Mm-hmm. The rides there were, you know, production models. It was a Looping Star model. There the was Looping a Star was Fukuma Family reason. Invert. Yeah. Um, a really cute wooden coaster, but not yeah. too large. National it was Amusement just, it was Devices clean. wooden coaster. They've got Flat some, rides. some 
great old, you know, regional park relics there. And of all the parks we dealt with early on in this reopening scenario, um, they by far had the best social distancing in mm-hmm. place. Instead of, like, making little markers where to stand, they made giant markers where not to stand. Mm-hmm. So if you were standing mm-hmm. in, like, the yellow-striped area, everyone knew you were not supposed to stand there. It worked out really well. I felt pretty safe there. They were always cleaning and spraying. I don't know. Even though Frontier the City gets like, big points. Yeah, I like it. Even though the park's really quaint, like, you could tell that there was a corporate entity with a lot at stake who made the decisions about how to handle social distancing. Yeah. Because they took that very seriously, whereas mm-hmm. a park like Magic Springs in Arkansas, which we went to after, totally independent function and, bless their hearts, like, <laughs> not, not... I know a, no one leaves Magic Springs area level. anyway, but it was... Um, <laughs> as Frontier City was as far as, as enforcing So Magic Springs is cool when it comes to the rides. I thought they had one of the best mm-hmm. SLCs. I know. Give yeah. me hate for it. We love our SLCs. <laughs> <Go on>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sven, Sven is dying is right now. now. Like yeah. He's passed out on the floor. Uh, <laughs> X-Car Coaster is neat. X-Coast was cool. Best coaster of the of the park was Big Bad John for me. I disagree. I like Gauntlet the best. John didn't like Big I'm Bad John. I'm a little John SLC whore, you know. The trains are not very comfortable for people who are six foot because six, like you can be tall in slc and still like yes. kind of enjoy it big bad john is so cool though i think it's better if you're tall slc you don't hit your head yeah also true so yeah, like i just like flush, i like my yeah, yeah i like no, but gauntlet like was good i wrote it twice yeah we bought a gauntlet um face mask yeah i had some fun gauntlet merch so we have gauntlet that's still like the park's signature ride even though they have x car which is like the only one of its kind in the western hemisphere even though they're hugely successful like throughout asia um, and it's like, you know, it's like a Bismo. It wasn't uh, as good Spain, as I was expecting. Just, oh, yeah. just the drop and the... <laughs> so we tried riding a Skyloop in China, and we were too tall, and we are mm-hmm. like, whatever. We'll and that was leave. an official, that was an actual That was Mallard an actual one. It wasn't one. a rip-off one, because we also tried riding a yeah. rip-off one, but yeah. we were way too tall for that one. Yeah. Like, it was never going to so be... So this was Sean's third attempt at getting on one. And honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was that good. I've been on a bunch of Skyrockets 2s, yeah. and I can totally see how Skyrocket 2s took this concept of, like, hang time and, yeah. like, high twist, and, but like, added so much more flair to it. Like the two-dimensional foot Because, like, the lift was cool and like doing the little tilt, mm-hmm. but the hang time was pretty minimal. And yeah. like, by the time it actually went rolling, I don't know it didn't yeah. feel as it didn't feel it's special. You know, ride, it's a one trick pony. Yeah, it's in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. So I've like, only done Abysmo, so yeah. Oh yeah, so you had so you've had oh, some extra flair to great. it. Yeah, I heard Abysmo is a much better because it has yeah, a whole I think coaster attached. Exactly, to it. and it, I think it's a very underrated coaster. I remember uh, one of the first times, as it's very hot in Spain, often. Uh, I remember going up, twisting upside down, and seeing Madrid, and then blacking out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's cool. There you go. Yeah, because I, I, of the I, sun. I bet Abysmo is so much better. Yeah. And, it, like, I've ridden two other Sky Loops that were just we're all the, kind the same, same basic. Yeah, Uko at Linenmaki okay. in Finland, and um, Sky Loop, or Sky Wheel. It's called Sky, Sky Wheel, Wheel, even though it's Skyline. not a wheel, um, at Skyline yeah. Park. And it's, it's the same thing. I know. Of all parks it's in the, the world that could have gotten away with this calling it Skyloop, like the production model, it's yeah. Skyland yeah. Park. I think they already had I'm glad a, they gave yeah, it already had a ride called <laughs> Skyloop because everything, everything is sky and Skyland is sky Park. something. Yeah. <laughs> That's it? so there's cheesy. like Sky Whirl, <laughs> Sky Glider. Wow. Sounds like my like parks and roller coasters that come too when I'm bored of like yeah. making up names. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, name. Sky this, Sky that. <laughs> it's all white. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, but see, okay, so uh, Arkansas... Arkansas. The the Big Bad John is really cool. For you know what I like? Arkansas Twister. Oh yeah, you can Arkansas go talk Twister about your too. Big Bad John thing. Well, yeah. okay. 
we, we should talk about both. We can talk about Arkansas Twister first. Okay, Arkansas Twister was cool because no one ever talks about it and has pretty negative connotation to that to that coaster name. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. It was a little rough, it's but it had character and a really cool views because I didn't realize how hilly Arkansas can get. I mean, I yeah. guess I knew there was mountains there, yeah. but uh, it was really cool, the view, because it kind of goes out of the park. It's an out and back, mm-hmm. but it's on top of the, it's it's like the highest part of the park. from the rest of the So, park. like, you get a really cool view of, like, the, the layered Unspoiled hills and the springs of Arkansas. And I wouldn't really go to Arkansas for any other reason than a roller coaster, so yeah. it was kind of cool. I got to see that. And it's it's one of the last coasters running like the original Gerschlauer like plastic trains. It's out of mind because Legroom is actually running pretty well. I like yeah. the Manchita too. Everyone hates them because they yeah. are Bradley and are kind of not the greatest. But for someone who really appreciates Legroom, that's a good one. Well, yeah, like they do well on the Boss and they do well on Arkansas Twister and. Um, the coaster's a Florida transplant. It's it cheated death twice because oh true it was in Circus World yeah Circus in World South Florida closed and the the people who own Magic Springs bought it and rebuilt it and opened it and the Magic Springs closed in the mid nineties for several years and it miraculously reopened yeah so I actually didn't know upon visiting I guess I just over I didn't realize how long the closure was but the park had been closed for years and mm-hmm. it reopened it it was actually in pretty good shape yeah. it's a little tacky here and there because like they. So it's called Magic Springs, obviously, because it's in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and, you know, water and shit. But mm-hmm. they, literally, <laughs> they literally painted all the water. Like, they tinted it all blue. Yeah. So it was, like, super fake, you know? It's like the a fountain, but, like, the water like, is, like... Blue raspberry, remember, icy Yeah, remember that juice. Pepsi that came out? The blue Pepsi didn't last. But remember yeah. that one? It was literally like that all oh, over yeah. the park. So I was like, okay, it's yeah. kind of weird. Like, weird flex, but okay. The water park is called Crystal Falls, but we called it Crystal Meth. <laughs> okay, because Arkansas Springs and Crystal like, Meth. We saw some characters, y'all. <laughs> we saw some really like, wild. And we're gonna talk about yeah. like the Arkansas stereotypes you hear about. We saw some, dude. Yeah. Like it was, it was like an attraction in its own. What are those? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know if we can say this on a podcast. <laughs> I'll message it to you, Sven. Yeah, just wait, for like. Okay. I don't want to be rude. If you live in Arkansas, we, if you live in Arkansas, we're I'm trying sorry. to defend you. We, I'm sure you know. We're what I'm probably about. not talking about you if you're listening to this. <laughs> if you listen to this, you probably are like way above that. But yeah. It was just cool. Like Actually, saw chances are, if you're listening like to this and you're from Arkansas or have been to Magic Springs, you probably know exactly what we're talking about. Also, does everyone get the joke about Arkansas, like the Arkansas thing? Arkansas. <laughs> did, did you guys see the video? <laughs> so it's like, why is one thing That's called Kansas vine. and the other one is Arkansas? I am Arkansas. Why is it not Arkansas? That's just funny. It's like an Indian lady or whatever. It's really cool. Okay, off topic. I'm sorry. Big Bad John is Big awesome. Big Bad John is awesome. Because no, it, it used to be at Six Flags St. Louis. And then Dollywood bought it and moved it to Dollywood. And they reprofiled it and added on to the back end. And then they moved it over to... And then Magic Springs Magic bought Springs, it. and... You would never know that it was a second-hand ride. It's so nice. It feels nice and integrated. A lot of trees. Um, it, has the, it has the first-generation rolling stock, which are less comfortable than, like, the updated ones with, like, individual ratcheting wax. Yeah, funny story but. about that. So we were in a circles over Georgia last year, and mm-hmm. we don't even like their mine train. Like, it's really bad. Yeah. And um, But we were just like, well, let's ride it, because, you know, it was long lines and everything else. Yeah. And so we literally waited for the ride for, like, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and we get on, and, like, the lap bar we won't close. We couldn't get the lap bar down. Because we're just big, and, like, it, the trains are awful. And then there's a the whole station full of people, like, and the ride-off is like, like... get up and, you know, readjust and try again, and we just got like, up. We, like, just got up, and we, like, started laughing, and we so hard. Everyone's looking at us like we're, like, these weirdos. We just bailed. We were like, we're like we, we didn't even fucking like this ride. We're, we're going to leave. Long. So we left. And the only reason we don't like that ride is because Odie Hopkins reprofiled it and ruined it. It's not a real Aerobike ride. Hopkins water rides are pretty good, but our roller coasters are questionable. That is a fact. Anyways, so Magic Your Springs fun was fun. For this season. It was nice to, to go there and, and do that park. The third park. The third park was Silverado City. City. You can never go wrong with Silverado yeah. City. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Cannot yeah. say enough positive things about Hirsch and Parks, mm-hmm. Family Entertainment, whatever yeah. it's called. Um, we had a fun time. The highlight of that visit We was, went the first day it reopened, actually, yeah. and it did a good job. The highlight was time was, travel. Yeah, getting a ride time travel where like nobody's bunch. sitting on the other side because of social distancing, and uh-huh. we spun like crazy. Yeah, so time travel doesn't really spin a yeah. lot because, you know, you see just four people to a car and, like, mm-hmm. back-to-back. You don't really spin much. But this time around, we spun like crazy because, like, we were heavy people, and there was no one behind us, of course, because of social distancing. Mm-hmm. So we had quite, quite the rides on it, and there was no one there. So Pops like they're running people, yeah, pubs and people to are gonna have the greatest to. time next year. And oh, that's yeah. a good trick is like when you ride that ride, if you can go when it's really quiet and the park's quiet and they don't load every row. Like if yeah. you can, if you can get a, to the point where you're the only person in your vehicle uh, on yeah, those on those max spinners, yeah. you will spin really crazily. Um, they were so much better. I mean, I liked the ride in 2019. I didn't feel like I liked it as much as everyone else did. But then we, we, we rode it with these rides where we didn't have anyone on the other side of us, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. I was blown away. So the only thing about um, Soto City was operations were kind of iffy. So yeah. Wildfire blew its motor at the previews the day before. So, like, even though I absolutely mm-hmm. love Wildfire, it was down. The B&M of all coasters. Yeah, of all down. coasters. That's, like, the most consistently running ride there. Yeah. And then... Um, Powder Some rides' keg. capacity was so limited. They were running one train on powder keg. They were cleaning it every 20 minutes, and they were only filling, like, and we eight of the seats max. max. And that ride takes quite a while because so, it, like, yeah. launches, and it has switch tracks and the yeah. lift hill, and it goes way to F, yeah. F out in the Ozark. Uh, running it So that, that line was an hour. Totally we got off. It was, like, two hours. Yeah. The park is empty. We walk onto time travel repeatedly, but there's a two-hour wait and for, like, your run. family coaster. Yeah. That Out-out was pretty run, rough. Time traveler and Thunder All around was two trains. Or was it one train? I can't recall. was... But we didn't wait for it. We walked on. Yeah, I can't remember if I think Outlaw Run was two trains. Everything I think was two trains except for yeah. Powder Keg. So we had like the greatest time, but it was just really like I would I would have loved to have written coasters. it another time yeah. because I liked it better this time than yeah. last time. But it was just not yeah. worth the wait. And people weren't distancing. You know, I wasn't surprised because the region yeah. that we were in. But it's much easier to keep socially distant in the coaster lines where nobody else is riding, like yeah. Outlaw Run, Tennessee mm-hmm. or uh, TNT and uh, Time Traveler, but. When powder keg, where like everyone is crowding, and it's a popular ride. I'm really like surprised they're running the faster if they're like breathing down your neck in line behind you. It's because like, when they run two trains, they're literally waiting to send out the train. Like, yeah. They're literally waiting till the other train comes back because yeah. like the ride's so long. Yeah. So like having trains be gone for like three, four minutes, it's really frustrating. Yeah. Um, but we had a great time. Like you know, Silverado City, you really and can't go wrong. Uh, Mystic River Falls opened. We didn't ride it yet. We didn't ride it it yet. wasn't ready. It just yet. opened, but, but it was opened. Looks great. Uh, like a month later, and it looks awesome. Um, and I think we came to the conclusion that uh, we, I think we like Silverado City better just and because Dollywood. the terrain and all the rides Slightly. are like go out into the hills and the theme is consistent. So we kind of settled the debate on it finally. Dollywood may have more coasters, but I think the overall quality of coasters at Silverado City is slightly And like terraforming higher. and location and, and stuff. And yeah. the park is more cohesive and more true to its original concept. But for the record, we all love Dolly though. But like Dolly, we, we also you. can't go mm-hmm. wrong with, with Dollywood. Dollywood's just a bit more glitzy and polished, and if you want something more rustic, you know, which sometimes you do, Silverdower City is, you know, takes the cake on that. And like John said, all the coasters there, you ride them, you get in line for them, and you ride them sight unseen. Yeah, you don't, you don't really know, know what you're getting, you yourself, what into. You're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. All the rides are like these amazing, glorious terrain rides, whereas only a portion of Dollywood's coasters are like hidden in the forest lots, lots of stuff like Dragonfire and Wild Eagle Mystery Mine Fire Chaser mm-hmm. Express that are all kind of on display out there 
but yep. But all of Silver Dollar City's rides are like, <laughs> you know, we hope you like this because you won't know necessarily what you're getting yourself into until you ride it, until you sit down in the seat, maybe catch a glimpse of it on the lift hill. But yeah, that was our first actual trip out of town in like three months. Our mm-hmm. last trip was in, yeah. in May to San Antonio. So March, uh, March right. sorry, yeah. March. So it was fun to go out again. It was really weird. We mm-hmm. flew Spirit for the first time, which we in, backpacked in itself ourselves is an experience. But Spirit, and it, it was, was cool. Good. Yep. We had a good time. No complaints. And then there's Sven, who has done quite the bid himself. <laughs> Tell us, Sven. Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, I still had my goal of 30 parks this year, which for some people <laughs> is easy as hell, like you guys. But for me, uh, that's uh, sometimes a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing was, uh, that was the, the week of my birthday was originally planned for Orlando. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't even sure that I was going to be able to uh, leave the country because they only opened the borders on June 12th. And that's the weekend when I was uh, going to fly. So I was very mm-hmm. lucky. However, in Belgium, uh, the parks weren't allowed to open till uh, July 1st. So ironically, you could go to theme parks outside of Belgium, but not inside of Belgium. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of funny. I can't believe Universal yeah. opened like a month before the parks in Belgium did, even though we were st- our cases were like 15,000 a day here in Florida. It's mm-hmm. because Crazy. the United States is irresponsible. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well. But that's not news to Shout out to Belgium yeah, for actually yeah. giving a crap. Yeah, shout out to, <laughs> to the European Union for knowing what they're doing. Let's not make it political. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't able to go to a theme park in Belgium. However, I was able to cross the borders to the Netherlands Yay. and even directly start with a brand new coaster for 2020. Max yeah. and Moritz, right? Yeah. Two, actually, indeed. Two. Yeah. Max and Moritz. So, uh, as an Efteling pass holder, you were <coughs> able to uh, make reservations for ERT on the rides. That's uh, awesome. So either before park opening or uh, after. And um, at... At that time, you could even make two reservations. So what we did, we had one for the morning and one for the evening. That's um, awesome. Well, uh, wasn't ERT only on Max and Moritz or on all the rides? No, only Max and Moritz. Okay. And uh, we arrived quite early, and basically no one was there. I think it was <laughs> already at 8 a.m. that you could ride. Uh, but obviously, Max and Moritz is a powered dueling coaster, and more aimed towards families. So I feel like it sounds like a lot more spectacular than it is. Like a, a powered dueling coaster, and then you end up riding yeah. it. And what, what is the <laughs> results, Finn? It's so <laughs> cute, though. Well, I was actually surprised, because we started with Max, and um, the first ride you do, you're like, okay, this is definitely a, a kiddie coaster, because it slowly goes uh, around. It has some uh, helixes, and you... The, the interaction with the other coaster is pretty cool because you ride in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And um, already the landscaping was pretty well done. Uh, on one hand, I was sad because it was really a forest when Bob was there. Yeah, it was and, gorgeous. Yeah. All those mature and, and, trees. Yeah, and I was like, why would you Sven remove that? wipes a tear away. Sven's <laughs> crying on Skype, guys. No, we just watched him wipe his tears away, thinking about Well, uh, it's also a bit late here, but uh, <laughs> sometimes I, I might say some stupid stuff, but please uh, apologize. Not as stupid as the stuff we say. It's okay. <laughs> um, but uh, 
So, however, they, they, they really try to make a kind of alpine atmosphere and the trees that they planted in a few years that will go up and, and it mm-hmm. will be nice. Uh, one more thing about the landscaping, though, is that it's right next to uh, Fabula, which is the 4D theater. And that is ugly as hell. <laughs> Sven has... Uh, well, yeah, because the building is a, just like... It's just like a warehouse kind of looking right it's from a, the outside. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a green... I didn't know Efteling yeah. had a 4D theater. Well, yeah, you see Pondodrome. Remember? It's like yeah, it you used to be Pondodrome. You, you would like hear Bob roar, and you're like, oh, where's Bob? Yeah. But you couldn't even see it. Uh, but like okay. it was right there. And now it's a new 3D, 4D show, 3D, 4D. Yeah, they they finally made a new 4D movie because the old one was getting really uh, outdated. Did you like it? Did you do it, Fabula? No, because I don't care about 4D movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Triple> uh, <laughs> I was like, why would you not invest why? in something? I mean, else? like the last thing I'm gonna do with like Efteling is go watch a freaking 4D, 4D movie. movie. Like it's yeah. Efteling, yeah. y'all. Okay. However. On rainy days, and if you're there for more than one day, I I, I guess it's it's something to do. On the table. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not a big fan of 4D. Um, but I'll get into that later with another park. Uh, but back to Max and Moritz, actually. Um, so the first ride, you're like, okay, you're sitting down. There's also on-ride music, uh, which is playing very happy, delightful and then uh, you go back into the station and you hear on Max an explosion. Because on each, each uh, of the two coasters has a reason why all of a sudden it speeds up. And here um, there is a uh, teacher that's in, in, on the top of the building of the station. And Max and Moritz, the, the two characters, are known for being two rascals. So basically they put gunpowder in the pipe and so as he blow, uh, lights up his pipes, everything explodes. And that's when you get a boost with your coaster. And then all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, this is faster than I expected. And especially with the music as well, it, it, it turns up to like a very an anticipating music. And, and it's, it's, it was a quite a nice surprise. Efteling. It sounds like an Efteling yeah. kind of product where there was a lot mm-hmm. of thought behind theming, music, you mm-hmm. know, kind of the whole... The whole complete package thing. So that's good. Yeah. Some fans complain about it, but honestly, uh, I think it really fits for Efteling. Uh, they did a great job. They, they have the storytelling. Okay, some of the things are might, might be a bit cheaper towards uh, a coaster like Baron, but then again, it's a, it's a family coaster. And uh, yeah, also the fans are expecting these. Like having a really high capacity. I, I do ride. think this is yeah. what Efteling needed. Efteling yeah. gets a lot mm-hmm. of attendance. They need the high capacity. Kids don't have patience. Mm-hmm. Efteling, honestly, besides Fireteau Forest and like some of the smaller attractions down there, it is, generally speaking, when it comes to like rides, it is yeah. a pretty, you know, almost adultish when it comes to their thrill rides. Like they don't really have mm-hmm. anything family-wise. Mm-hmm. And Bob was just too low capacity. Yeah. I think this filled yeah. the biggest void they've ever had. And I think the lineup is so much better I felt now. I like they always needed a kitty coaster. Yeah, it was just like weird really that they had Bob is like the most approachable setup. coaster there. And, I've, you know, I can imagine kids not wanting to ride that. So yeah. I think this but, is cool. But I really, yeah, it, for me it's more than a kitty coaster. It's really a family coaster because that, that, that second lap makes mm-hmm. up, makes it worth for me even going uh, the next time and riding it again. Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, yeah. High praise. And, yeah. and then there's obviously also Moritz, so luckily, normally you could only do one of the rides because 
uh, with the ERT uh, because of capacity reasons. But mm -hmm. as no one was there, we could just switch to the other ride. And um, it's very similar. It's not exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And I have a slight preference for uh, Max. Uh, but and then can we talk colors real quick? Max is blue. Max is blue, and Moritz okay. is green. Um, and the story for Moritz is that um, when you return in the station, you see Max jumping on a fart pillow. And then, a uh, yeah, fart yeah. Pillow. yeah, we call them fart pillows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Say that again, Alex. <laughs> A whoopee cushion. A whoopee cushion. A whoopee Goldberg <laughs> cushion. Whoopee cushion. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and a then, fart um, pillow. yeah, a fart pillow makes so much sense. It's like a little pillow makes more sense. Yeah. But it's so hilarious. What even is a whoopee? A whoopee I guess cushion. a fart. I don't. I apparently. I don't know. <laughs> Listen. Skate Sorry for you my can't whoop expect me to unpack the entire English language. There's Oop. a lot. Had a whoop. <laughs> and so the second time when you end uh, on the ride, uh, the actually it's Max that jumped on it, and Max is with stuck with his head in the ceiling because he jumped too high. I couldn't, and as there was so much wind, that's why the second time you accelerate on that mm -hmm. side. Okay, yeah. Um, but, as I mentioned before, uh, besides one other Belgian guest, uh, no one was wearing masks. Because in uh, the Netherlands, you only have to keep your uh, one meter and a half distance. Mm -hmm. And because of that, you, they don't really believe in the, the use of the masks uh, in the Netherlands. And in the beginning, it was a bit strange for us, because as I mentioned, in Belgium, we're, we're pretty strict on everything. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, especially at that time, uh, the Dutch people really followed the rules. So Efteling has a system where they have put uh, tape uh, everywhere, and then there's white and red that switches up. And so it's pretty easy. You stand on the white, you never mm -hmm. stand still on the red. And it's right. nicely explained to guests and everything. So um, we really felt uh, quite safe. The only thing that I would have preferred is that they had uh, disinfection stations uh, at the beginning of the ride and at the end, mm -hmm. uh, like most parks do, because now they only had on certain squares uh, places where you could uh, disinfect your hands. Uh, but they also have uh, limited capacity on some rides, like Baron is most affected. So if you're going, and uh, it's best to start with that one. Because there mm -hmm. they um, they fill up a row per per family actually. Okay. So uh, yeah, we were so. two people, so we had a whole line row for of six. us. That's crazy! Yeah. I can't believe the Dungus Barry would not have mm -hmm. set of two, and I keep two mm -hmm. seats in the middle empty, and I use the two wings. But you know, probably yeah, too difficult. They like, might do it with two and one, yeah. but uh, I, I yeah. think I've seen it with two and one, but never with uh, more than that. Yeah. Uh, and another interesting fact is that they have a youth queue in at some rides. So basically, okay. it's uh, people uh, underneath the age of 17. Uh, sorry, underneath the age of 18, so until 17. Mm -hmm. um, they don't need to keep distance even in the Netherlands. Oh, wow. So they can fill up trains fully, uh, for example, at Joris and the Drak. Um, so there's two queues, and then one yeah. fills an entire train, and then the next train is distance with older people, I guess? 
Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. That's so cool. Fascinating. It's, it's interesting. And also about Yoris and Drac, um, they have a very long extended queue, uh, mm-hmm. especially at that time. Um, basically, it went from Fata. It could go from Fata Morgana to Yoris and the Drac. Wow, and, uh, that's good. That's that that pretty far. Yeah. Wow. Um, but mostly, uh, it's only on busy days that it, it was full, and because of the one meter and a half, mm-hmm. uh, which is a bit less than six feet. Yeah. Um, but what was cool is that you could go underneath the first drop, so uh, something you can't always. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually, you can't do that, but uh, when you okay. pass underneath. I wasn't lucky that when I passed that trains were coming on, but mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been cool. But yeah, as a whole, I think Efteling was a, a, a very good park to visit during COVID, even without masks. But it's because of the people that really respect it. However, I've heard that more and more uh, people are ignoring the rules. Mm. So, uh, special, and uh, they also had very busy days, apparently, I saw online. So, uh, on a quiet day, I would say, yeah, it's a pretty good park to go. On a busy day, I would still avoid it, though. I mean, it's fair. Mm-hmm. So, that was Efteling, and then on my birthday, we went to Walibi Holland, because Yay. I wanted to to ride Untamed, to have at least one very spectacular coaster on my birthday. That's fair. <laughs> we went to Frontier City on our birthday, so that's yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. And um, there, uh, again, no masks required, but they have a special system for the queues. So um, there was already in the past like a sort of fast pass system Mm-hmm. Where uh, you could buy it, and then you oh yeah, we well, used it. There. It's all on the phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then you can make reservations for the major coasters and major rides. So now this system was open for all guests. So oh, uh, as soon as you entered the park, you were able to make a reservation. And uh, honestly, for me, it was uh, very quiet that day because I so I clicked and I could immediately go and ride most of the mm-hmm. times. Uh, except for when the rapid opened a bit later in the day, then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you saw that okay, everyone wants to start right away with that, right? But, now, uh, question: Could you hold several queues at once, or did you have like no. one ride at a time? Okay, okay, one ride at a time, but you could make reservations for your whole party, and okay. uh, there were still other rides that did not have the system. So okay, cool. we could do Merlin's Magic Castle. So that's the. Um, uh, Mad Madhouse. House. The Madhouse, yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Blast was also open, so and that's a top spin ride. With the crazy uh, water effects? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't do it. It wasn't that warm that day, so... Um, so there were some rides in, to do in between, and um, but we had a pretty good day. I think we waited... Mo- maximum that we waited was like 30 minutes uh, okay but and once you had your reservation there was usually still a slight uh, waiting time in the queue itself mm-hmm. uh, but that never longer than 50 like minutes. a staging it's kind of a haggard works when mm-hmm. especially the first like, i would say two months it was all virtual queue 
So, like, you would have to get a reservation, and then you have to wait in line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, the line would be too long, and it couldn't keep a distance. But so, once you were in line... It was but once you're in line, it goes pretty quick, because you have distancing, quick. and, mm-hmm. you know, Hagrid runs how many trains? Like, nine trains at mm-hmm. once, so that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we... I really enjoyed Untamed again, of course. I did notice that the morning and the evening is quite a difference Very from different. Yeah. my experience. Yeah. RMCs be like that, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Kind of like some of the Intamins. RMCs are mm-hmm. kind of fickle. Yeah, RMCs give such different experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, and, uh, you went to the Speed Zone, right? The new area? Yes. How yes. was that? So, um, so you might know that Walibi uh, Holland is working on festivalization team. So <laughs> we had uh, Lost Gravity. We had uh, Wilderness, where we now have Untamed. And mm-hmm. uh, for the Goliath Zone, uh, they made uh, the Speed Zone. Now, the, um, I think it's perfect for Wallaby Holland. It's not over-the-top th- over the theming, but it's like these slight uh, adjustments, a bit of paint here, mm-hmm. uh, a nice new color scheme for the Enterprise. Uh, also in the queue, uh, like you have the side, on the sidewalks, you have like the railings, and then there was a looping made into the railing. So I thought was that was the cool. coolest thing. When I was reading your report, yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, that's like little touches mm-hmm. like that are so important to Sophisticated me. Sophisticated aesthetic touches. Yeah. And Wallaby does that very well. I feel like it's the only park mm-hmm. we've ever been to, except for China Dinosaur Parks. It has like <laughs> that sort of consistency, yeah. colorful. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. modern, bizarre but yet so bizarre and, and unique. Yeah. I like it a lot. Audacious. Against same people hate in that park. I yeah. still love that park so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, and it's a really nice style. And also, uh, I think the biggest transformation, though, was for the Goliath uh, square. So it got a, um, the logo got the same color, basically, as the, the, the same blue as a track. And then mm-hmm. the gray, they really work with the gray as well. Um, they had like these on the sides of the station they now made you know like they had cars that you had to build yourself uh, when yeah you it's kind of like cast yeah like die cast or die-cast coaster dynamics for those cars. know that yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's now one of the walls uh, on the the entrance that's side so uh, that they used that was a pretty smart idea and on top of the the photo uh, uh, stand they have like these speed cameras that are flashing all the time, so that <laughs> that that was really cool to see. That's cute. They know you know what's so funny about the old yeah. station? There, um, the old station. For those who don't know, it was it was kind of some sort of Art Deco modern style. It was silver with green and purple like bubbles. Kind of, it, it, I don't know. You have to look it up. But there is a inverted knockoff Vacoma coaster. It's not even Vacoma. It's like Golden Horse or some Beijing amusement industry coaster. Mm. It's somewhere in China. They had the exact same station. I was like, <laughs> I can't believe that. I was like, who All thought rides. of like copying the station from this yeah. theme park at the Netherlands for this Chinese inverted coaster? Doesn't matter. But I just thought it was funny. <laughs> like, fun fact, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, we had a great day. Um, and um, the thing was, we did this one-day trips, but... I really need it like to be out somewhere in a park or a resort more than one day. Totally. And that fitted perfectly when I uh, looked up Park Asterix because they opened a brand new hotel and uh, it's called Le Quai de Lutez. So basically that translates as the docks of uh, the old Paris, old, uh, the 
well, actually Lutèce is um, what eventually became Paris, but oh, wow. in the okay. year, a few okay. years about a few, a few years uh, before Christ even. So that's wow. the setting of the hotel, and on the outside, choice. yeah, and 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 on the outside it doesn't look that special. I was like, okay, I'm not sure what's going on, but <laughs> then you go into the lobby. There's this wonderful smell. I I don't know what it is, but they need to make a a perfume or something that I can have Paris it in my house. Stain. <laughs> oh my god! Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, Paris. I love you. I can't believe you. you. Have this <laughs> 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 But I, I think it, it, it was because of the wood, though, because it's, it's very wood-centered, very yeah. natural material. And Fresh then number. you come into the square, and that's... Uh, you might have seen the pictures. Those are... It's real. like a little village, kind of like, right? Exactly, like a port. yeah. Yeah. It looks and really it, cool. And they made it entirely enclosed, so it's all of the sides are the, in that style, old style, village style. Uh, here and there, there are some... Slight lef- references to Park Ast- uh, to to Asterix, but um, you don't see the characters or anything. So it's a really adult uh, theming, um, and uh, it was very quiet, very soothing, very relaxing, and that's what I really liked about the the hotel. You know what? It kind of surprised me they opened it because of all the things that opened this year, especially with limited capacity and like mm-hmm. you know lower operations and stuff. I didn't expect mm-hmm. anyone to open a new hotel. So I was kind of surprised to hear that they actually opened it. So that's cool. Because it opened this year, right? Yes, yes. It, it was brand new. And uh, they already had uh, two other hotels. Um, and I th- one of them was closed, um, which is more like a, a, a nature village style. It made me think of how to train your dragon, the, <laughs> the, the buildings. Uh, but uh, we did an evening walk uh, when the when the park was closed, and that's when we saw that everything that le cité suspendue it is. So it's like the elevated city. Um, mm. Everything. Oh yeah, was it's closed. like a treehouse sort of yes. thing. Yes. Yeah, we were looking at it together, and I was like, "This is impressive. I would stay there. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked that idea. Yeah. Already there, it, it, it looked quite nice. But then they took a step. Uh, it they took it a step up again with the new uh, hotel. And uh, the old one is more classic style. Uh, and I think they even let guests from the other hotels uh, have um, breakfast in the new one. Um, because it was quite busy in the morning. Uh, but anyway, uh, a good tip also is that if you park at the hotel, um, you have a separate entrance to enter the park. That's mm-hmm. nice. I was just looking at that. You get to enter like over by Guldrich. Yeah, un- underneath the, yeah. the turnaround, right? Around. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but is it a you tunnel? Don't have to. It, yeah. There is a well, tunnel, yeah, the and then um, the entrance is right next to right Guldrich. But uh, you oh, don't yeah, have to show anything that you're a hotel guest. So I'm even wondering if you can go in like that. Oh yes, okay, for so free. This hotel, Svenjamin, you just cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are totally going to go and try that. I'm like, oh, it's not the main entrance yet? But <laughs> Sorry. No, no. At the resort oh, on you, Google you can't go. It's not that you can go in. For, you have to scan your ticket, but you don't oh, yeah. need to prove God. that okay. you're a hotel That's guest a to hotel. use that entrance. Yeah. All excited. Okay. So yeah, I was so, thinking to be true. So the new hotel is right next to Tonerre de Zeus. Yes. So and basically, like yeah, when you arrive, it's the first thing that you see and hear because 
the yeah. wheels of Tener de Zeus. Uh, I don't know what they're what they did or did not do because they are making a lot of noise, but they did some retracking on Tonedazus, which made it less rough on some of the turns. So that's did you like good. it this time? Um, well, I I like the ride, but it yeah. felt a little bit more soft than other rides that I've had on it. But then again, uh, one ride that was spectacular because of the rain, uh, I think it, that will never be topped again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I loved that ride when I rode it in 2015. Oh, yeah. Every, it was pretty relentless, every honestly. Every coaster in that park exceeded my expectations mm-hmm. uh, when yeah. I went. For me, uh, Park Asterix is really a hidden gem. Um, Completely. The, and uh, there was also a ride that I uh, knew for last year, but that I hadn't ridden yet. And that's the 4D, uh, brand new 4D te- <laughs> theater, Attention mm-hmm. Menier. And that was the best 4D show I've ever seen. Oh, um, wow, okay. The, the movie quality was great. It was not an overcomplicated story. There were several effects. Um, and um, even a little surprise in the end. So I was actually surprised about that. Uh, really enjoyed it. And uh, coming from me, that's saying a lot. That's great. <laughs> totally, especially well, after yeah. your complete hate on Efteling's version of it. <laughs> Even, um, know what I do want to say about that park? I haven't been yet. We've driven by. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, we were with you, Sven, yeah. in 2018. Okay, so uh, we we just park. seem to be going to that region when the park isn't open. But um, I do want to say that I'm really impressed with our continuous add-ons. I just seem to be always investing in new attractions and then keeping mm-hmm. up um, with, with the park's current you know, buildings and attractions. So it looks like a really nice park, and I'm really excited to go. We'll go in May. Not oh. only do they have a great coaster collection, I think, like a, just a knockout, you know, classic Bacoma, a great, great B&M invert, mm-hmm. um, some other oddball, like, family coasters and stuff. I love their water ride collection. <laughs> Disney yeah, Curse, are you looking? Fabulous. Watching? Water <laughs> ride listening? collection. <laughs> yeah, but even the family coaster, like Big Haas Express, is one of the best family coasters I've ridden. That looks It so looks fun. really good. For yeah. those of you familiar with Fire Chaser Express, it looks like a better version. Is a, uh, yeah, the, another coaster. It's longer. From that particular mm-hmm. product line. It's yeah, bigger. it stretches all the way out there. It looks the really bigger, cool. Taller, faster Fire Chaser Express. Mm-hmm. And then there's also Trace du Rat, which is their. That's uh, Alex's favorite coaster, coaster there, I think. And right? That's my yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah, because that first turn, there. like the first drop, it's kind of like this weird twirly it's turn, right? It yeah, so it looks really cool. Very high. It's just yeah. Isn't the bobsled? It's a Mac bobsled. It's like yes. the tallest coaster in the park, <laughs> if well, I'm not mistaken. That's a good question. I, mm, it's Sunday very tall. might be higher, though. It's really close. The fact that, like, the B&M Invert and, like, the rest of the coasters in the park are all Let's see. Tonetta Zeus is 98 feet height. tall. And then we have Trastura, which is... Oh, it doesn't say... It doesn't say the height. Ooh, it doesn't mystery. say it on Roller Coaster Database. Well, next episode will have the answer for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like all the coasters there are like 100 feet tall, including the bobsled, and that's really tall for a bobsled. So mm-hmm. maybe it's just because you're on a bobsled coaster, it feels like the tallest coaster in the park because mm-hmm. like the B&M Invert uh, Osiris, which is one of my favorite B&M uh, Inverts, it's not very tall. Height is not mm-hmm. really the point of no. that ride. Mm-hmm. And... Um, was as I said, we were there for two days. We had, especially the ho- new hotel is also amazing at night because of the lighting, very well done. It was so quiet. We had a cocktail at the bar. It was, 
exactly what I needed after so many months of staying at home. <laughs> um, That's awesome. But uh, there's also a but about this park. And then the two days, if the shows would be running, I think you can easily fill them because they have some spectacular shows. Unfortunately, because of COVID, uh, there was al- only the Dolphin show that was playing because that is an outdoor theater. Uh, first time I saw it, it was okay. But um, the French people and COVID. Mm. Who do you think you are? <laughs> no wearing so a mask. So what you're saying is the worst thing about France is the French? Um, it, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, the, the people at the park. Uh, I mean, I, have, I know uh, French people who are amazing. But well, so do here, I. <laughs> It's kind of the Arkansas story. If you're listening, you're great. (laughs) The rules were that you need to wear your mask in the queue and on the rides. Uh, Already that was hard. You need to keep your distance. Mm, That was also pretty hard. But, okay, that's the guests that are annoying. The park, they really tried. You see that they tried to do good efforts because they have a disinfection station in the beginning of the queue, at the end of the queue. They have special... Uh, masks, well, they have uh, masks with the design of uh, Asterix that you can buy. Uh, all the staff were wearing them. And s- at some rides, they were really enforcing the rules, like keep your distance, keep put on your mask. At, uh, I sent my compliments to the staff of L'Oxygenarium, which is one of the water rides, the river raft. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were really good. But then at Osiris, at the, um, the, in- the BNM invert, um, <laughs> the staff member was putting down his mask to shout at the people, and then you saw the nice. the germs <laughs> oh flying out of his we mouth. I've seen that shit. I can't believe it. Sounds very American. And then <laughs> we were in the f- uh, we waited for front seat, and we were two. Right. Obviously, there's four seats, and he was going to put us with other people. But on a BNM invert, you're sitting right next to other okay. with your arms with so flashback to Bush Gardens Tampa yep, we literally sat our asses in yep. the back row of Kumba, Kumba our favorite coaster at the park mm-hmm. and this woman who we know and we we didn't know who she was prior to this event but then she complained about us online yeah. so thank you for that yeah, honey. Yeah, she, um, she, she works for the parks she works for Seal Parks Entertainment which will piss me out even more yeah. she asked a, a staff, staff member who agreed next to us yeah. and then she climbed over us in mm-hmm. a B&M sit down y'all yeah. she had to literally go with her cooch on yeah. my crotch yeah. to get over boobs. me and sit next to me and I told Old her I didn't want that and she's in my still face. so rude yeah if you know who you are and you're listening to this well you probably wouldn't yeah. listen to her podcast yeah. but not cool she doesn't like us probably <sighs> okay do you feel how weeded I am she wouldn't <laughs> like God. us because we're liberal <laughs> she probably wouldn't like us because we're gay mm. She's a huge Trump supporter. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no pauses. Uh, so sorry. But what we we uh, we sat down uh, in the middle of the two uh, of the four seats and we um, waved away the people that were going to come sit next to us. Shoo, shoo. Yeah. Au revoir. No, désolé. That's funny. But uh, and and Park Asterix can be a very busy park. There was lower capacity, and so on Friday it felt pretty okay. On Saturday it was a bit busier, and then I wasn't always feeling safe. That's why we we also left a bit earlier home because yeah, it was the second day. We had everything yeah. done. 
Um, but otherwise than that, um, great new hotel. The park was looking in good shape. It's so and, nice to um, hear. It was nice. I love that place. I can't wait to take you. I'm excited. Eventually we'll get there. We got our season pass. Uh, but mm. uh, sorry, but Good Rakes was crap. Anyway, what was the Listen, next? Part? Wait a minute. So on that <laughs> note, we're gonna go and talk about parks that weren't crap. Um, Hershey Park, because we rode a brand new B and M hyper that like I'm just gonna go straight to it. Candy Millennium is better than Mako. Yep, well, it is Mako, but it, it is Mako it. perfected. It's like Mako, but like if the second half weren't boring. Yeah. So like take that. Mako sucks after the mid course. Yeah, Mako's over when they hit the mid-course. First of all, there's not really a mid-course on Candemonium. But second of all, it kind of takes the terrain to its advantage, and it has a couple of elements. It's pretty. You know, that's a twisted thing in the, the area. end. Yeah. Pretty. The Pennsylvania. Well, the pictures I've seen. Area. I mean, the countryside. It's gorgeous. It's a lot. I'm sorry, but Mako does not. Okay, so views. fun story. We were, we were stacking in the break run, and there was this little deer. Like a little baby deer yeah. running around. It was so cute. And a beaver. Wasn't and a beaver. a beaver. It was yeah. a fucking beaver, we too. We saw a beaver and a deer like sitting while we were sitting in the break run on Candemonium. <laughs> only at like, Hershey Park, guys. This is not going to happen in Florida. Only at the chocolate capital of the world mm-hmm. or something like that. So yeah, can, okay, so Candemonium, first few rides, we liked it. We liked it better and better on repeat I wasn't rides. sold immediately, which I'm usually hard to please. But like if, I, if a coaster's good, I usually get yeah. it the first time. But then when we started riding it over and over, yeah. I really started realizing it's like, is it a back row ride for us? Yeah, it was a yeah, back row back ride. Row. And even though it's trimmed in places, it's kind of it has a couple of uphill trims. It's hard to realize that sometimes I look too much for a certain thing in a hypercoaster. Like, you look at a hypercoaster, mm-hmm. and the first thing you look for is air. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you look for air time. Does it have enough air time? <coughs> you know, am I out of my seat? But then I started mm-hmm. realizing that we're kind of past that. Like, we can combine things now. Kind of how Wallaby Belgium's new hyper looks like it's a blitz coaster, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So... And then I started really appreciating Candemonium because it does a bunch of things that aren't just airtime hills. Mm-hmm. Because if you want, if you, if you want some crazy airtime, Skyrush is right next to it. Like yeah. if you want to feel like you are flying out of your seat and gonna die, Skyrush is right there. <laughs> it's you know like this Rakosa wasn't meant to be airtime. It's the air antithesis of, of Skyrush. So it has in, good air in all the right ways. But the coolest parts of that ride are like the helixes and the weird, like the weird twists mm-hmm. and like the laterals, the little helix around the Hershey Kiss, Kiss fountain. fountain, like. Yeah. The ride's got some great moments. Every bit of that ride feels deliberate and well planned out, and, and compliments the other attractions so well. Versus a ride like Mako, where like I'm pretty sure they designed it to go faster through that last third of the ride, because after you hit the mid course and you just drift you through crawl. it, it's yeah. a, you're you're not going as fast as the track. Also, design. I never liked the bottom of Mako's drop. Because there's, like, this little straight part, and, like, it just doesn't work. The train's going too yeah. fast. I feel like my, my yeah. neck is snapping. The bottom of Mako's drop I don't know is who the hell designed that, but it feels like I, I don't know why, how that yeah. happened. But it's a tiny little straightaway. And, like, Mako's good coast, so they can be wrong. But I've kind of gone to the yeah. point where, like, I'm just... Yeah. I like Kraken, because mm-hmm. has character. But yeah. Candemonium does, like, all these little things that I haven't seen before, mm-hmm. and it's refreshing, you know? Mako felt like another hypercoaster, mm-hmm. but Candemonium felt like something, something yeah. different, and I really, really yeah. like that. So... High praise to Candemonium. Yeah. And just the park in general was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't running every ride, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, but then one day we got there a little later and like they weren't running everything. Yeah, we went but there the next Tuesday day we, afternoon. We, we rope dropped. And there were a couple of rides that were only open for the first couple of hours yeah. and we rode those and then they closed them. So we got on pretty much everything yeah. we wanted to get on. And they were, they were 
racing lightning racer second day, mm-hmm. not the first day. Yeah, first day, mm-hmm. this one side wasn't even open, and that was terrible. But so yeah, we went. Overall, back. had a good time. Yeah, the first day we went, there was like seven coasters closed, and then when we went back the second day, everything that was scheduled to be open was open. And Skyrush, of course, guys, I, I can't get over that. That is by far the best coaster there still. It is so <laughs> relent, relentless. Like, I think I like Candemonium better. Skyrush too much on you? Is that starting Sky to hurt? Like, I'm an old man now, you guys. Like, <laughs> Skyrush is, is tough on my I can't hips. even compare it to anything. It's hard on my lower back. Every time I ride it, I just get scared. I'm like my halfway up that lift hole. I'm like so incredibly fucking scared. Is there a big difference between sitting on the... The wing side or yeah. in the middle? Yeah. So airtime is pretty consistent no matter where you sit, but the wings, you just... Spe- there's, there's a lot of lateral movement happening. Some mm-hmm. some turns aren't banked enough almost, but like, yeah. especially in the wings, you really kind of get like a wild mouse feeling while you're like mm-hmm. midair. Mm-hmm. So the wing... And the wings are significantly lower to the ground. So like if you're sitting in middle seats, you are above the track. Yeah. As we're in the wing seats, you're next to the track. Mm-hmm. So when you have those classic intimate moving moments... You're already outside the track, like on the wing, and and you're like on on track level, so you move a lot more. It's where like in the hardline seats, you're above the track, so like it's really a lot more hardline. It's less in the punishing middle. in the hardline seats. So like also it's, because you have a floor. Yeah, you, you have a floor to put your feet on. If, yeah, for the transitions in the airtime. Whereas when you're on the wing seats, you're just you're bending you're going, in the wind, man. And like it does hurt at some points, just because it's so intense and yeah. it has a little bit of an intimate rattle. Yeah. Oh, it, it rattles like a bitch. But if now. we're gonna, if we're gonna talk about like the most memorable coasters on earth, yeah. Like that is every time I ride it, yeah. I'm just I can't believe it exists. Like, I can't believe it's still open. Candemonium exists because Skyrush bothers way too many people. I mean, it never has a line. Like, yeah. Ever. Never it's has a, a line. Walk-on. I don't know how long it's gonna last. Honestly, like I think I feel like a tear itself apart. I mean, superstructure is pretty impressive. Trains are very unique. Maintenance. Heavy but yeah, main is heavy for sure because like at one point, one point we were riding, we heard this incredibly loud bang at the yeah. top of the lift, like yeah. so oh. loud. I really yeah. thought the train had literally ripped itself yeah. apart. We were shit. Like, like oh, I was the scared. cable snapped. Or and then I like, and then I spoke to someone who works at the park, who, who works on the ride. It happens all the time. We're like, yeah. the ride's so violent and like the lift hill is so fast. It's pretty much like a launch, guys. Yeah. Like you haven't ridden it. It's, it's like, like a launch faster than Maverick's lift hill, which is actually literally a launch. Like you go so fast over that lift hill that this cable has to move so fast. Sometimes it gets like hit something yeah. I can't believe it like this thing is crazy it just like yeah it just jumps the pole. as a reason it hasn't been done again yeah but yeah, I still like it the best because I don't feel like any other coast in the world quite it's gets me freaked out ride but mm-hmm. it's very there's niche. two coasts that freak me out in the entire world it's Agashi and Nagashima Spotland because it's out of control yeah and Skyrush. Oh, shut up. Ijenaika <laughs> uh, was terrifying. Did you thought Ijenaika was way scarier than I did? I know it was all controls. I'm not really that scared about it. It was no, really I, scary. I, you know, you maybe for you. You were scared. No. You were totally no, not scared. Not Ijenaika. You were the one freaking out. I cried. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> you didn't even pay attention to me. So what are you talking about? Um, Arashi and Skyrush. For me. And I threw Arashi five, wasn't that bit. scary. Yes, it was. It was fine. Like, it no, was I really, not. No, I thought it was scary in Ijenaika. It was not scarier than Ijenaika. Okay, well, different opinions, honey. Like, damn. You're wrong. <laughs> Come on. Why <laughs> we continue? <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So, Hershey um, Park was great. Hershey Park was great. And then also Indiana Beach. Indiana Beach was adorable. It was cool. I'm so glad we went. It was it's not super awesome. polished, but it was cat, fun. One of his cats. <gasps> Is it Pardane? Yeah. What is this? That's Pardane. She always you likes to hug everything? me when she's in her flattering yeah. mood. Yes. <laughs> she is feeling... She's feeling excitable. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we went to Indiana Beach. So excited that they rose from the dead this year. Of all years to... You know, because they announced their, their permanent closure like way, like way before... No, this was like November when oh, they okay. announced that they wouldn't reopen, right? Like, 
It wasn't. No, re- I think it was this year. It wasn't related to COVID. It was just that Apex Group, the previous owner, just ran it into the ground. Um, and then a new buyer swooped in out of nowhere, some entrepreneur from Chicago, and just saved the place from the jaws of death. And we went, and they just did a killer job with, with getting that park back online. So much of it looked so recently well-maintained. Like, all the rides It was announced in February when paint. they first closed it. Okay. And in, in April, Apex bought it, I think? No. Apex is the one. Or, anyways, Apex yeah. announced it was reopening. Yeah. yeah. But Apex doesn't own it. It's independent now, which yeah. is how it should have been this whole time because it was independent for the first hundred years. Um, but a great park. COVID stuff is, you know, they were doing okay. It wasn't it was, the, no, it was actually, the no best. one was wearing a mask. It we was like the only people. But yeah, it's also the park's also in the middle of freaking nowhere, and I also, feel like yeah, well, the further away you, you are, you can deny that metros, people weren't distancing, yeah, and like weren't wearing masks. So yeah. that park was definitely not like oh, it was okay. They really weren't weren't doing a good job. But there also wasn't care. that many people there. Like it wasn't it wasn't like crowded. It wasn't crazy. That's for sure. Um, roller coasters there were great. My my big thing there was the Tigger coaster. Because it's the last Jetstar one in the Western Hemisphere. And then I liked Cornball Express the most because um, it's like the station suspended. Well, b- both stations for Hozier Hurricane and for Cornball. Hozier Hurricane. Hozier Hurricane Hoosier. and Cornball are Hoosier suspended. Hozier is a musician. Like is an Indiana person. Okay, anyways, it doesn't really matter. Yes, People know what ride I'm talking about. Like you try pronouncing. <laughs> I wouldn't have necessarily not understood doing that right either. So <laughs> there's all these suspended coasters stations that hang like high above the area. So you have to take these metal stairs all the way up, and then Hoosier Hurricane. There you go. Say it? That I was didn't great. like it that much. It was fine. Cornball Express, which is like a more modern. Um, is it Graphic Group? Is it GC? SGC. Uh, it was uh, CCI. CCI. All um, the wooden coasters there are custom That one's coasters really good. It has, like, crazy airtime. It has bus bars. For Hoosier reason. Hurricane was really early. It was, like, their first, like, big coaster. I mean, I guess Outlaw was pretty big, but Hoosier Hurricane was only, like, their third or fourth project. And then Cornball uh, was 2001, and they just smashed it in there, wrapped it around the Jetstar, and it, it repurposes some of the existing superstructure for Hoosier Hurricane, like... For a ride that barely fits where it is, it is awesome. Great air, great laterals. I and mean, then yeah, there's the bars. park's, I guess, most famous coaster, which is the Lost Coaster of Superstitious, of Superstitious Mountain. Mountain. Awesome. I thought it it only existed in Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real and it's real wild. It was really good. Um, it was really good. It was there was so much padding in the coaster trains that it was pretty comfortable. Yeah. I really liked the coaster. It was probably the highlight was, for yeah. me. Uh, objectively, I think it's the neatest, like coolest. Most quintessential Indiana Beach experience, but the Jetstar for me was the one I was the most excited for. Yeah, so it was fun. We didn't stay all day because you know it wasn't that much to do. It wasn't yeah. really that busy. Uh, we had a really good time. We had a great Just, time. The crew was really tacos. excited about us. We, we got walking tacos. Walking. We got tacos because that's what you do at Indiana Beach, and we played Fascination. That was really fun. Yeah, but just like you know, Knobles mm-hmm. or has it still, yeah. and then. Our friend Brian, you Indiana know, Beach. showed us around. He's been living in Indiana for most of his life, and that's like his home park and. We just had a great time. Oh, they have Steel Hog, too. Steel Hog was fine. Yeah. How much to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's worse than SL Loco. There's one like, in, whatever. in France, right? There's yeah. a one of it in France. Is it yes. um, Flapple Street? It goes through a tree. Timber a decorative drop. tree. Yeah. Timber drop. Correct. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I'm, I will probably visit it in uh, September. 
Okay, okay. Cool. You'll have to tell us what you think of that ride. The theming was cool on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's the nicest. I like the one in one. Vegas better though than Stu Hall. Vegas one is cooler because it's a custom layout and it has no shoulder harness. Yeah, and but it's just it yeah. hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of the one in Vegas. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do remember you saying that. But I, I wasn't a big fan you. of Adventure Dome as a whole. Look, Adventure Dome is an American institution. It is mm-hmm. terrible in the best ways. They've got but a really good Aero Looper. The Aero Looper is better than El Loco, but yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember riding, I rode Mumbo Jumbo at Flamingo Land, and I just didn't remember it that well, I guess. I was like, I don't know why. Like, It's just pretty short. Flamingo Land, just, of all the rides there, I, for some reason, the Vacomas were more interesting to me. Mumbo Jumbo was just sort of there. And <laughs> I, I really just remembered not liking Flamingo Land and thinking that the fact that they had a Zamperla Volare as their new ride was atrocious. <laughs> um, like an absolute joke of a ride to have in a park like that well, that already had like interesting coasters. But anyway. Yeah, um, in the end it was just cool. Then we rode Steel, Steel Hog and I was like, okay, I can remember now why I don't really remember mumbo jumbo because it's just yeah i kind of forget that we even wrote that yeah it's wrote not it the once. most memorable coaster if we're saying we're riding twice we honestly would just read it left so we yeah. left i mean it's 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 nice for the park like it's a yeah. solid it's great the lineup, marketability like it's a cool ride that's that's one for the tourists it's really unique still to this day it's a really unique ride but the wooden coasters and the jet star are like the reasons to go for us i think and uh, Sven had really good reasons to go to Bellavarda because <laughs> day two opened a 2020 coaster, to my amazement. So tell us more, Sven. Yeah, so uh, finally, at the beginning of July, uh, the Belgian parks were allowed to open. Yay. And uh, Bellavarda had a good trick up, up their sleeves because they had a new coaster for this year. Um, so basically, it's uh, a smaller version of Fire Chaser Express and uh, Begaza Express. So it's the same type. It's uh, Wakala, and um, it's Canadian-themed um, <laughs> in, in that zone. And um, I was... Uh, I didn't have too much of expectations, but I had just ridden Pegasus Express. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a good ride. It's, it fits perfectly for the park, because Bellawad is very family-orientated. It um, It's a basically a combination of a zoo and a theme park, but still more of a theme park. And the ride, um, it has the, the, the weenie, it has the upward spike, the spike, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's uh, fine. It looks like the train actually goes up yeah. pretty high. Visually, yeah, like it's stunning. It go, it, yeah, it almost touches the steel on top. Uh, and it's yeah. put on the lake, which is beautiful. Um, it's... It also looks, because Bellabad is a very green park as well, and uh, it also almost looks like it's been there for already a while. Uh, it interact, the first drop interacts with uh, Dawson Duel, with the nice. um, yeah. Dueling Alpine Coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had expected a little bit more thrill than uh, it turned out to be. Now, um, tell me, between Hurricane and... Wakala, mm-hmm. they look so similar. Maybe I'm wrong, but like they, they look like pretty similar family coasters. Is that true? It is. Yeah, if, if you look at on on paper, it looks similar. But while you're there, I mean, um, Huracan is 
partly indoor. It has mm-hmm. a dark ride section. It has, uh, well, mostly indoor, actually. Um, and it's Zierer. So that mm-hmm. makes a difference also with, uh, yeah. Yeah. with Gerslauer. So um, I, I don't feel like they are uh, the same coasters in the same park, no. Um, but which one do you like better? Oh, Wakala, for sure. Like, oh, okay. Wakala, Wakala is a, a step up to, to Huracan. Um, mm-hmm. Also, just because it goes backwards, even though it's very short that it goes backwards. But um, mm-hmm. I think uh, families will love this ride. Um, it does have some... In the layout, there are quite some little bumps. And I th- and that's why I thought, oh, a little bit of airtime. But mm, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of going, okay. Yeah, Maybe it'll but, get faster. Maybe it'll break in a little. Get some yeah, other. and... and Bellewarde probably also requested that it didn't go faster because they want to keep the keep it low for um, younger kids mm-hmm. to go in. Uh, that's why they don't want to over hype their coasters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the park was beautiful, and for me, it was also one of the best parks, COVID measure wise, mm-hmm. uh, because people were respecting the rules, even the French people. Um, the, everyone was having their mask. Uh, at the time, you only had to do it in the queue and um, on the rides again. But uh, since August, you need to wear it uh, in the whole park. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, water rides were good. Uh, the, um, we also did Houdini, which is also, n- also always nice. Ha- mm-hmm. And it had the pre-show. So that's good, oh, that's too. Nice. Um, yeah, and then we also... I also rode the boomerang. Yes. The OG. And it, was, the OG. It, was, it was not as bad as I expected it to be. So it was <laughs> running pretty okay. Especially we'll take for it. A plus. A coaster of that age. I think it's... Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm looking at Bellevue. 40 years old. On Google Earth. If there's this restaurant called Boomerang Snack. Yeah. yeah that's what I think of <laughs> every boomerang. Boomerangs are snacks. Boomerang Snack. <laughs> <laughs> also, this park is big. The park is a lot bigger than I thought. It is pretty it's big, yeah. Big. And um, it's yeah, like it's about, like, almost a shoot, shoot all the way over here. We, I really can't wait to do a Belgian That's trip. The giant Canada themed. Area. Like Sven better oh, be yeah, ready for us to bother the shit out of him because Niagara. I'm so excited. That's so next cute. year will be the year. Yeah, we're we're, we're planning on doing a fall parks. trip next year. Because um, the next two parks that I. Um, visited uh, are expected yeah, tell us how nice. was a uh, sister park well Wallaby Belgium doing uh, well, actually before I went to Wallaby I first did Plopsa oh okay uh, uh-huh. which is pretty close to each other also. Um, it's in the same province uh, Bellewaard and Plopsa and um, it was uh, pretty busy uh, all the, especially in the queues but the waiting times were still below 30 minutes, so that wasn't too bad. Um, Road Anubis was running pretty well, except that uh, because of the COVID measures, there were less people in it, mm-hmm. and uh, that makes it rattle sometimes. Vibrated more. Yeah, yep. vibrating. Some rides are just not great yeah, the, the, era Yeah, the empty, mm-hmm. the empty train syndrome. You know what ride has that? Hope. Incredible Hulk. Hulk mm. has an empty train center. First of all, capacity bad. is horrendous. Second of all, the d- train the ride's so slow. It's like Hulk, not Hulk already ends pretty slow to begin with. 
but now it just crawls. crawls back. I can't half. believe like, you're happy it makes it to the break. Yeah, we've ridden like, it twice it since they reopened. And the second time, I couldn't believe we made it back to the. We station. haven't actually ridden it since because the line <laughs> we we don't like the queue very much. It's yeah. super loud. It's like all this bass and like this machinery yeah. sound. Mm-hmm. And the queue is standard during COVID. It's, it's definitely mm-hmm. for the tourists because being in there for longer than five minutes just kills me. Yeah, and there's no AC in there. It's anyway, bad. it's not a takeaway from you, but like yeah. empty train syndrome, guys. It's mm-hmm. a real thing that yeah. exists. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Plopsa also kind of had a novelty, which was uh, the Dino Splash, or is the Dino Splash. Um, it only opened at 11 uh, a.m., though, so it's the newest uh, promoted ride, but it opens later because it's a water ride. Um, and basically, it they really rethemed, cool. Yeah, they rethemed the old uh, Mac uh, lock flume. It had a more castle theme. Now it has a dinosaur theme. That's uh, fun. For some reason, uh, kids these days are more crazy about dinosaurs than ever. I don't mm-hmm. know why. It's because of the Jurassic World franchise. That's my theory. Really? People like dinosaurs again? That's so cool. Mm-hmm. We like dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, especially, I, I, I mean, I was hearing kids, oh, yeah, let's go to the dinosaurs. And what they did is they made a volcano um, of the drops. So when you go up the little first lift hill, you see the smoke coming out of the lava, and it's it's really nice done, nicely done. And there's the T-Rex on the first drop. Uh, it's it's a lot more. They also made a new queue that goes over uh, parts of the ride. So uh, visually, it's become a very attractive ride. And then also the drop is pretty cool. It's great. I to think see the funniest parts. part is that it's located next to the dragon theme roller coaster. Well, <laughs> but that's something else, because Flopsa is getting more and more known for having so many themes. Okay, so first you have, uh, especially at the back of the park, first you have Heidi the Ride, a Swiss-themed yep. uh, area. Chalet. Next to it, you have the Dino Splash all of a sudden. Uh, mm-hmm. And I do think it curses <laughs> with each other. But then oh in, my front God. Of, yeah. in front of the volcano, you have then the Castle Square, where it's a Dragon Mac-powered coaster. Mm-hmm. And then you go further, you have the superhero-themed Mega Mindy zone, oh with God. next to it a Kadri, which is yeah, like Yeah, we're, we're following along if we're one on Google, Google Maps. Again. And it's like, uh, themed areas aren't a thing oh, here. Yeah, it's like themed rides but, only. Yeah, it's, you <laughs> literally here. walk two steps and you're in another theme. Uh, because then you have catch is, uh, the catch area, which is a, a character for children on Belgium's mm-hmm. television. And right next to it, you have the Rocks Flyer, which is, again, from another TV show about a talking car with uh, three kind of superheroes, uh, which is the Star Flyer. And then next to it, you have the Princessia Castle, which is a t- uh, story about five princesses. And, the, and the, inside the castle, you have a restaurant that the teacups. And then you go further and you have the wiki zone, which is a Viking mm-hmm. area. But there yeah. it's a bit blocked off with uh, the green. So it's okay, especially so that area in the back that just has too much themes. And um, and aren't there like a bunch of a disappointing. car promotions and stuff going on? So like besides all oh, the yeah. mixing themes, there's also like advertising and stuff. Yeah, but that's plop stuff for you. I mean, that seems very that's so Six Flags. I, I, like. I have to, yeah, I have to admit that operationally. Um, there's only one operator at most of the, every ride. That's so weird. It's at a, almost every ride, except like, for Heidi those who don't and know, Anubis had two, but 
All the it's other like, rides. It's a there. major park for for the country. Like people from oh, yeah. Netherlands, like it is a family destination because Dutch television mm-hmm. in both countries, including other countries that have translated television, mm-hmm. all those characters can be found in the Plopsa Park. So I always find it so funny that they mm-hmm. kind of have the original park syndrome, where like they are they're more of a status, they they're more of a destination than they treat themselves as. Does that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like they'll operate as if they're just like Helen Dorn, but really they're freaking plops along. I know? like how they have a Max Super Splash, but Roller Coaster Database does not recognize it as I a know. coaster. But all of the other Max Super Splashes are recognized as roller coasters. Yeah, but here the um, basically it's only the drop that is coaster track yeah. because the ride goes up with a lift. Yeah, and so later, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, it's still no more or less coaster than the other Max Super Splashes. When I'm riding in Alcana, as a it's a, and, and it's, like, it's a product line, you know? Why count some installations of a product mm-hmm. line and not others? True. Roll coaster well, that's a whole, if you're listening, fix it. That's a whole different discussion. I fix mean, it, I also, Oh, my God, what if we did a podcast episode that was, is this a coaster or not? And then we discussed that. Mm-hmm. that. That flume at Gardaland. <laughs> Pirates yes. of the Caribbean, Shanghai, wait for yeah. the answer. Yeah. Things are coming. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, but, I mean, Plopsa, they, financially, they're working very good because they keep their costs low. They have a lot of profits with cooperations with commercial instances like TV and sponsorships. And, yeah, so there is a Mercedes right next to the Princessia Castle. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, There's also one next to the Viking Village. Again, doesn't make any sense. Um, those are the choices that are a bit poor. They have wow. other areas where uh, they integrate the, the the sponsorships a bit better. I'm looking at pictures of the roller skater that's now themed to a roller disco. Cadri. Okay. Yeah, so and fun it's fact, also guys. one of their uh, franchise. Sven, were you a Cadri kid? Because I was a Cadri kid. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I listened to them, but... And now you're older than I am. Yeah. But, like, Cadri was, mm-hmm. I guess, the real thing, guys. It's, like, this little... Mm-hmm. For those who don't know in the U.S., it's a, it's a children's girl trio that's been since replaced with three new girls that have been casted by the old three girls, or by one of the old girls. Anyways, long story short, yeah. um, it's, like, a children's pop, like, women trio. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, they have... Dutch the roller coaster theme to it. K three and their TV series K three mm-hmm. roller disco. Yeah, and you go through a washing machine. No, that was uh, old it used to be a washing machine, but now it's okay, a stereo. It was, so it was a washing machine, and now it's an amp. <laughs> Sven is like, you yeah. can't take this serious. Just I, don't look I'm at just, it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm looking at this face. That's a really, that's a really fun, honestly, clever honestly, yeah. repurposing of an existing piece of scenery. <laughs> yeah, and I'm and looking at the before don't and after care. right here. I mean, yeah. they they see Kadri, and that's it for them. And yeah. wow, they got, yeah, wow, the, yeah, they could do theming differently, and and no, I think it looks cute. Basically, I, I gave up. They do a good I job. gave up. On 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 on. Also, uh, it's so everything is giant. I guess that's because you're riding in the roller skate, so yeah. like everything is to that scale. So it's like a yeah. giant broom, and the station mm-hmm. is themed to like a shelf with paint cans. Well, how excited you are about there's this skater? No reason why it's you're smaller. The, these objects are so large. It, it used to be about uh, characters that were mice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, remember that show? So it was a show about the the pet store, right? Busy Whoppy. Yeah. Busy oh, my God. <laughs> and so <laughs> that, that show. they had a whole area for that. The back of the park was completely themed to that. And, uh, and now it has been split up into four or five themes. Um, the nice. But anyways, 
Yeah, it's a Plopsa way, and then they are building a brand new hotel. It looks pretty oh, really? good, okay. and um, what was also is that in the entrance plaza is like the town square, and now it's completely enclosed due to the hotel with uh, the different buildings, and that's really looking good. It it had the right atmosphere, and that's it, I I can believe that you'll have a resort feeling when you're there. So that's pretty good. But then some other choices in the park are like, why? Yeah. So they have the ambition, but sometimes I don't. Uh, they, some of their choices, exactly. Seem, yeah. Doesn't yeah. go up. It can relate. Mm-hmm. But, it could be worse, I guess. But there was still something else. And that's there were footers in the lake. There were footers. Yay! A lot of trees were gone. There were footers on uh, the side of the park. For the extreme spinning coaster project, time traveler. Yes, it looks like it's because it lo- we looked at the layout in a little video, and it looks even more exciting, Ape shit. Mm-hmm. like even wilder than um, yeah. time traveler. Time traveler like here in, traveler. in the U.S. Because first are like, well, we'll never have that vertical drop. And guess what? It has a damn vertical drop, like yeah. nine degree vertical. Yeah, drop. it has a top hat that like with a with a 90 degree turn in it and then like a holding break before the drop or something mm-hmm. right like yeah it has like yeah, it's I, really it looks bonkers google it really or youtube wild. it guys like you're gonna be like wow we were looking at a loop and we're like this is a family park and a right? vertical loop is this for yeah. Yeah. vertical loop no yeah. not anymore doesn't it have a cobra roll am i mistaken on that one yeah it does have a, it has like it a might. banana roll banana roll or something i don't know yeah it's and it will be nicely uh going integrated. over the super splashes as well yeah. so it it yeah. will interact with the other rides it's an, again probably another theme. Yeah, but um, I can't wait to see. Honestly, what it's worth it because it actually looks like a cool ride. I can't wait to see yeah. what TV yeah. show it's themed after. I don't think well, it will be a. At the moment, it will not be a TV show. Um, they will. Uh, it, the project is still called Time Traveler, and what I've mm-hmm. heard, but I'm not sure if that's correct, is because one of the trains of Silver Dollar City will go there. Oh, interesting. Oh, so instead of making. Remodeling and it, they're just gonna because Silver Rock City probably has three trains, but they don't really need they're it. They're probably selling a train. So they're selling a train and a plop. I think buying they're like selling a train. Exactly, and that's why the other they want to have the same design, and thus they want mm-hmm. a theme in the same way. So it would have like a Parisian a machine. I d- okay, yeah. so the trains Parisian. on Time Traveler are awesome. Beautiful. They have a LED system built in. Where like numbers are always like yeah. changing colors and yeah, like rotating. It's got a calendar. It's like the reel. coolest. It's like the coolest the train ever. And days. I love and it. See, like it all lights up. And mm-hmm. one day we'll do an article. Coolest coast trains. It'll be in there. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. seriously, it's awesome. Yeah. That, that's exciting, Sven. I can't believe you yeah. found the information. That's wow. fascinating. Well, I heard it through the grapevine, but I'm not sure. Yeah. One hundred percent. Well, legit, that's a so, great uh, theory, and we'll find out soon enough. Wow, Sven, that's crazy. I'm mm-hmm. really excited. I'm just excited in general. Yeah, twenty twenty one, man. Oh Belgium yeah. It is. Yeah, and, and it's very exciting to see that a coaster like that is being built. So even though I'm not always agreeing with their choices, uh, they can build a coaster like that uh, for it. So uh, not complaining. And you know what? <laughs> and speaking of like 2021 in Belgium being the place for coasters, you're going to, everyone is listening, you got to follow along right on the coasterkings.com because um, we've got the right people in the right places for this <laughs> these projects. So. Um, we'll have all the construction updates thanks to Sven and friends um, and potential future team members. <coughs> so, um, yes. yes, just a little shout out to ourselves. 
Yeah, because after my visit to Plopsa, the next park that I went to was uh, Walibi, Belgium. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, end of July. Um, it's a pretty hot day. Uh, and because of that, there were quite some people. We wanted to start with Pulsar because uh, that's another tip. Pulsar is very unreliable at the moment uh, <laughs> and, and last year as well. So it was the first of its kind, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, first power splash. So um, it's usually with the restraints that they have issues. I don't know why, but um, but we wanted to write it as first thing. Obviously, it wasn't open yet because of technical issues. So we went to the back of the park for Tikiwaka uh, because also there the queues can get very long. So that's also a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was running okay, but of course that's situated in exotic world and. What is also coming to Exotic World is the new Mega Coaster. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we were there, they were uh, putting up the supports for the lift hill, and uh, half of the non-inverting Cobra roll was built. That thing and already so then wicked. it was exciting. And this was in July. Yeah. This was this was end of July. Okay. And then uh, yesterday, I went back to the park. And so now we have the lift hill that's completely built. We mm-hmm. have the non-inverting Cobra roll that's completely built. We have the first uh, air time hill that's built. And they're already starting on the next element uh, to complete, um, to connect those two parts, um, which is the outbanked uh, air time hill. It looks absolutely out of control. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's so funny because I'm thinking about like, wow, what coasters are currently under construction that I think will be like the world's best? And then there's They're two in Belgium, in Belgium, and then yeah. there's one in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, I guess Tron's yeah. coming. Yeah, but like Tron is more about the aesthetic, right. honestly, than it's all about the coaster. But if yeah. we're talking about like coaster mm-hmm. coasters, two of them are located like so close in Belgium. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. And really we've excited. never had anything like this. I mean, yeah. oh, Belgium has always been like family coasters only or yeah. get out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's the, the most exciting. The last time they built a thrilling coaster, it was Boomerang. The whole country. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the most exciting coaster they ever built we did biggest was in 1983. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Vampire. Vampire is like, I'm the biggest coaster Vampire in Vampire is like, I'm, <laughs> I'm the big kid now. <laughs> you get one thrill ride a decade. One thrill coaster yeah. a decade. Oh my well, God, so we, we also had Fury, of course, last year. And true. Yeah, that's true. true, that's true. true. It's, it's, a, it's a smaller... Very good coaster, you know. Yeah, uh, it's I'll not like from zero to one hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it like, goes from. I feel zero like most to of Europe was doing this a couple of years ago, and now Belgium yeah. is Belgium like still of it, and they're like yeah. putting up the Belgium great And I honestly, I, honestly, again, I think we have Plopsa to thank for because Plopsa mm-hmm. made a big competitor uh, into the Be- made itself as a big competitor into the Belgian market, and that's yeah. why uh, CDA decided for. Wally be okay. We want to be number one again in Belgium. Mm-hmm. We need to start with a new plan. That's when they and that's why they gave Pulsar. That's why the new coaster is coming. Mark um, Nalar, Wally Belgium looks like it really got an amazing glow up. I mean, it's never been a bad mm-hmm. park by any means from the looks of it, but they have just been going to town that park. Like, refurb, yeah. refurb, refurb, new ride, new ride, new coaster, new mm-hmm. coaster. Like, they've been going crazy. There are still some parts that are a bit uh, that need some work, but obviously mm-hmm. that's part of the plan. So, for yeah. some areas, we need to be patient. But yeah. for the areas that they already did, uh, it's looking great. 
Um, and yeah, the new coaster, it's pretty absurd to see it there. Uh, <laughs> especially like the support of the non-inverting Cobra role. It's like mm. a, a cross and it's really interesting. And also the color. Looking. Yeah, yeah. And the color. I of love the, track. the colors. I was expecting from, you know, what we've seen from Ayapa and stuff or whatever internal presentation, I was expecting a lot of red. And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But I think the green on green, it's so clean. It looks really nice. I like mm. it. Yeah. But personally, it, it, I do. When I drove by with my car, it was blending in nicely with the green uh, all, uh, alongside of the border of the park. So uh, it will be a, a nice new area also. It's, it's really an expansion for the park. Um, and everyone that wants the most current, as far as I'm concerned, updates, <laughs> um, we have them on our website. Go check mm-hmm. it out. We got amazing pictures that Sven took. Mm-hmm. Um, it honestly looks absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I can't believe it. I'm so yeah. excited. If you have, if you've not familiarized yourself with this project, it's bonkers. yeah. This project's yeah. You want to have this project on your radar. If you call yourself an intimate fan, I feel like I'm almost forgetting about oh, fly yeah. existing yeah. because yeah. these coasters in Belgium are becoming yeah. a thing. Yeah, and then there's still fly too, there's which we excited for, which will open. Oh yeah. Someday. 2025. Someday. Someday. <laughs> Remember when we went in 2018 and the track work was... Yeah, 2018, we're yeah. like all at like yeah. happy dancing on Fantasia yeah. together. And we're like, yeah. wow, Flies, that like, was wow, open. Flies, <laughs> like almost finished. <laughs> we're like yeah, two and a half years later. <laughs> like, well, I've seen, uh, I've seen footage online and they still have a lot of work to do. <laughs> like, okay, the track is done, but it's like, uh, yeah, around well, I mean, you can't rush the theming. Genius, so... Mm-hmm. True. At least we know it's going to be amazing once it's done. Mm-hmm. on for you. Yeah. But uh, and I ended my day by finding a Loop Garou mask. Uh, oh nice! Uh, it was yeah, one of right. the last ones. Uh, I saw your post about that. I love how yeah. all of the rides have masks. <gasps> Which one do I not, want? Not all of them. It was well, all uh, the like the Dalton signature Terror. rides. Yeah, Dalton Terror, Loop Garou, Popcorn Revenge. Uh, then there's a General Wallaby one. Then also mm-hmm. the the mouth of the kangaroo character mm-hmm. yeah oh my God. and the I'm wallaby missing character. out on one uh, is there one for cobra no vampire? one for vampire no oh damn Lame. they know their ass they we know their vacomas it's not well, for all there. it's not for enough. all their rights but yeah honestly well, I cool, forgot the, the I'm glad that loop garoo is so well loved that it got a mask but not vampire yeah I bet those and masks are better than the Walt Disney World masks. Uh, it also not hard. Yeah. It also had some issues that day because they had to evacuate the queue at some point. But uh, that was a good sign for us because then we stayed around a bit. And then mm-hmm. obviously when it reopened, uh, we could go on uh, right almost line. right away. That and ride is so high on my bucket list. Loop Garou? Loop Garou. Ah. Could you have the other two Vacoma Yeah, I have the Woody's. other two Vacoma Woodies, mm. and now neither of them are in their Vacoma state. I liked Robin Hood a lot. I mean, it's my childhood mm. Woody along yeah. with Bandit. <laughs> look, I at have my, to say, look, look at my childhood. Yeah. Right. <laughs> rough childhood. I mean, I love the ride, but this ride was a bit Literally. rough. I always forget yeah. that I need to put, up, put my restraint well down, because if you don't do it, the ride will do it for you, and then I was crushed. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they're hydraulic, so, right? Yeah. yeah. It's such a weird flex. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> On a wooden coaster, it's yeah. like, ow. Yeah. They're pretty comfy, though. They, and then, like, real. Thunder Coaster in uh, Tusenfrud has the um, has timberliners timber now. now, so that's probably interesting. That's a fun ride. I got bruised so bad riding that. <laughs> Those Vacoma lap bars with no padding, just the bar. <laughs> 
But yeah, and the, the speed of the construction is pretty nice to see, pretty interesting. Uh, but I think once the last element, uh, that new airtime hill will be built, uh, mm -hmm. it will be harder to spot the construction because yeah. uh, it's be more the lower ground. levels. It's all below yeah. wall, behind walls. It goes into blitz mode. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yep. Sure, we'll find it though. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of construction, Tron's canopy is currently yeah, being built. They started working on it today. So, well, started. Yeah. So, um, Tron... It's finally kind of, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of physical, like, together. appearing yeah. work you could see because we drive around all the time. But now, like, the canopy's going up. Like, it's all happening. visual progress, and then the visual progress stopped. And it's all inside. But now, yeah. like, there's a lot happening outside again. Yeah. So, um, Tron is happening. It's exciting. We went to Magic Kingdom. We had our best day at Magic Kingdom We had Kingdom the best ever. Magic Kingdom day Because we don't like Magic Kingdom. We really don't. Like, you probably know it already. It's like the one of the worst Disney parks. It's just, it's just not just it. It's snobs, like, it's concrete. Yeah, it's, it's concrete-y. It's too open. Lowest denominator. Even Cupcakes and Coasters agree with Low-hanging Like, it's just not good. Hi, Jordan, if you're listening. I doubt it, but hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Magic Kingdom usually is, is not our gig, and it's like the worst of everything. However... But when the park is empty... When it's like if, when everything is a walk no on, I'll take it. Like if I have to only wait ten minutes for space. Yeah, I like when space. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a half hour away. Oh, I literally no walked pass. on to my private tunnel, Big Thunder Mountain. Wow, yeah. this is a pretty fun Big Thunder Mountain now. Yeah, Splash Mountain was a walk on. We got Sven merchandise from Splash Mountain. Yeah, like, they it was just, great. They hadn't had Splash Mountain merch in weeks, and, they and like we show up, a new pin, and they dropped new pin and exclusive Funkos. They were, and they were gone that day. Yeah, like they literally told us we were there first. People, they literally told yeah. us like when we before entered we entered the, the queue, there, it wasn't even like park opening yet. Yeah. They're like. Just when you so get you know, off, there may not be merchandise. Yeah, left. If you like, right you now, like, you may get off, and but there may not be merchandise because that has happened before. So they were like covering their butts. Yeah. Um, so that was really great. Yeah. It was so that was experience. fun. And then we did Epcot, which is weird because a lot of Epcot is closed. There was like not that many ambassadors. However, we were thinking there would be no ambassadors. Yeah. And then we, to our surprise, there was like people in the Mexico Pavilion still, a couple like outside, yeah. not inside. Morocco Pavilion, Morocco Pavilion, was still staffed with ambassadors, and, and then the China, China Pavilion. Pavilion. It almost feels like the countries where it's easiest to contract labor from, they weren't there because they just have short contracts. Mm -hmm. But like, luckily, a lot of the Chinese ambassadors were there. Yeah. I really like that. And there were Japanese ambassadors still too. Yep, that was cool. Our favorite pavilions, I think, for the most part, were still staffed with ambassadors. We did American Adventure for the first time. Oh, my God. I never did that again. Wow. We were yeah. drunk, though, so I don't remember much. We're not the biggest fans <laughs> of American history. I just remember being, like, a really Yeah, weird. we got trashed, and then we did... We sat there eating that, all we I knew that was the only way record. I could tolerate, like, a rosy story of colonialism and, like, a glossy rehashing of how America happened and... The only two parts I liked were the Native American segment Scene, yeah. and the Frederick Douglass sequence. Which, for the people who don't know who it is? Uh, he, is he was a famous writer, slave writer, who wrote on his experiences was and experiences it, um, of other slaves. Was Uncle Tom's Kevin? No, no. I, that, that's a... I don't know. No, it's just, it's just the, like the narrative of Frederick Douglass. Gotcha, I read okay. it in college. Um, but yeah, those were the only two parts. And you know, it's, I'm like, I'm glad they talked about slavery at all and about the forced immigration of American Indians off of their own land. Um, because I'm like, well, that's at least somewhat socially conscious. And the show's been running since 1982. So I guess back by 1982 standards, that's, you know, pretty socially uh, responsible. But the rest of it, I'm just like, I don't want to listen and sit through the whole. American imperialism, colonialism parade. But we did it anyway, just for the heck of it. The animatronics are cool. Yeah. It's a really neat... We had a fun time. ...show on a technical level. 
And then we went the day after. Okay, so there was a lightning storm at night. We got some cool pictures. You all, you all, you all have heard of the yeah. lightning storm about Disney World, right? Like, yeah. wow. And then, boom, it hit Rise of Resistance. Mm-hmm. We didn't know that that was a big flash, but, yeah. like, it hit Rise of Resistance. And so we're, like, strolling up at Hollywood Studios next morning, like, all hype, all ready to rise, yeah, all ready to fight and resist and go Killed that first yeah. order. And the ride never opened. And we got group six. Like, we are ballers. We're like, we got it early. We have Starbucks in our hands. We got group six. We're going to go ride Rise of Resistance at 11 a.m. Yeah. Well, guess what? It never opened. Never opened. So never take your boarding group for granted. Yeah. You can have Gordon group one and never yeah. ride. It's the first and only day so far. That, that it's been down all day. Operate. But it can happen. Um, so mm-hmm. we went to guest services, and we were like, well, you know, we're pass holders. We really honestly can't book DHS, like, ever, because... It's just the most, it's it's always booked, you know, like everyone wants to go to Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they couldn't unfortunately switch our reservations around. However, they gave us a good tip and we're going to share a tip with you. Always refresh um, your your park reservations. It's a live system. So if someone who's a pass holder switches parks, Mm -hmm. DHS will open up automatically. It won't be closed. Like it'll open up. Even if the even if the calendar says the it's calendar not open. The calendar may say that the park is not open. It may even be available. Still once click the calendar on it. Is, once, the, once the number of slots that have been, that are available are, are taken, the calendar shows that the park is full. However. If people cancel. It'll still show it's it's full. It still shows full. So you still have to try it and you may get the slots. So, so we're lucky. Yeah, we got lucky. We tried on a random day. Technically, the first slot we could get was going to be like last week of September. Mm-hmm. We got one for next week. So yeah. we're going to go back and try so and rise again. we just tried every day of the week for that park. And we we're like, well, I wonder if it would work. And it did. Sure enough, it did. Yep. So now we have Epcot and yeah. Hollywood Studios that week. So, so take we'll that tip again. and run with it because. Watch. This time we won't get it's a It's not easy group. as pass holders. Well, at least we still got a DHS <laughs> reservation. We'll yeah. leave after two hours. I really just want to ride Rock and Roller Coaster over and over again. That's all I care about. I do have to say, guys, for talking uh, as someone from Europe and all people from out of Florida, it's pretty depressing to see the park so empty and not being mm-hmm. able to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'll be honest. Empty Universal is a lot better, I'm going to be honest yeah. with everyone, than empty Disney because... Disney has like so many things closed. It was just weird. Yeah. Like a lot of restaurants are Disney closed. Disney is not handling like this a as lot well of as restaurants. Universal is honestly. And I found like so there's like these long lines, like 20 minute lines. They get a freaking churro, yeah. or they get a Dole Whip. There's like one Dole Whip location open, Magic Kingdom, the world's most attended, largest theme park when in the, when yeah. it comes to attendance. Has like no food open. Like one table, two table services. They also didn't have enough tables. They made the decision on the fly that you couldn't walk and eat. And yeah. then they didn't provide enough that was places a big problem for people at, to sit. That was a really big mm-hmm. problem at Magic Kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. you can't eat and walk. But, like, all the midway is taken up by these extended queues. And then, like, there's nothing opened. And then there's not enough seating anywhere. Yeah. Like, we had our Starbucks, and we were lucky to find a table somewhere that was just yeah. being wiped off while we were covered in ducks. Like, that was really weird because yeah. it wasn't busy, you know, by MK standards. And Disney's so, right know. now, like, the demand know. to go to Disney, despite all of this, is still so high. That Disney's not afraid to piss people off. And I'm also just not very pleased with how they treat pass holders. They're, I get it. We're the pass holder. We pay like an I'm average of nothing I'm not pleased with how they're treating really anyone. But it's just, it's been a mix. And then they announced their park hours, and then they shortened them. So people book these par- these trips to Disney, and then, you know, some parks have been cut by two hours. So, like, mm-hmm. now Animal Kingdom, instead of 8 to 6, it's 9 to 5, which is kind of short. Epcot closes and then Epcot at 7. closed at 7. I mean, who goes to Epcot to be there? I mean, Epcot's a nighttime yeah, kind of Epcot place. Epcot is built for dinner reservations. So whoever feels bad about not being there, okay, yes, crowds are really low, and yeah. yes, you can ride everything yeah. pretty easily. However, 
the real the real world Disney World experience is not yeah, there right yeah. now. It really is. Customer like, it's service cool aspect is completely out the window. You if you're having a bad time, oh yeah, like, they don't give a shit. I haven't. Shit. Yeah, guest service has been. It's, it's not been it's, Disney, yeah, honestly. Because it, basically, their whole attitude is like. And I don't feel like cast was nice either. No. Just in general, cast has been pretty rude. There was if, a couple nice. They're basically their attitude right now is like, well, you know, you're lucky to even be here at all. It's you're used, lucky that we're open. Yeah, like we're we're, we're so, risking our lives. And I get like, that point of view. The but, cast members, a lot of the cast, not all of them. But many of them. Always there's great cast members. A lot of cast members are just happy to be working. It used to be that like Disney was always the nicest ones. But, but it now was, it's universal. But like on like the guest on a guest services level with like reservations and um unfortunateness. Yeah, it, it it's just like yeah, going to a, like the guest service kiosk in park though, like in the people parks. I deal with, like you know, like for the phone line stuff are mm-hmm. all pretty great. But it's just been it hasn't been Disney, honestly. Yeah. Like crowds are low and the yeah. rides are cool, but it just hasn't been Disney's always been the place we would go because we didn't feel like riding or waiting in line. Like, mm-hmm. that's why we didn't go to Universal in the summers because even though our pass, you know, it was always valid. It was, like, one of those things where Act. if you don't go there for rides, Universal really is not a great hangout place. We always go to Disney because staff's awesome. We love to hang out. And mm-hmm. I feel like the aspect's gone now. Like, if you don't dare, if you're not there to just get on rides, then, like, honestly, it's boring. Like, we left DHS yeah. at, like, 3. When, when we once we're told the rides was opening... Yeah. We're like, well, we can stay till eight, but like, when we're Rise leave, didn't you know? open, Disney just like there, we saw a lot of people, and people were really upset. There was people, there were people really who went upset. to DHS three days to get on Rise and never got on. And today they got a good boarding group, or like that yeah, that day, yeah. and then they were just told, well, unfortunately, like, it's not guaranteed. Sorry, sucks to suck. And like, I get that, I get it. It sucks to suck, and I get that you don't have a guaranteed spot. But there seemed to be no sympathy, no whatsoever. empathizing. And I was like, God, Disney, like yeah. what happened? Yeah, watching them deal with guest complaints. At guest services in this era is like kitchen up. Uh, Disneyland Paris handled our guest service complaints in 2018 better than Disney World does now. Even though yeah. Disney World always had the highest standards, yeah. in my opinion. I really Disney just World, I Disneyland. feel like I mean they can't say this, but I think in their heads with all of the damage control stuff that they normally do, they're just like, look, these people are just lucky to be here, and if yeah. they can't, and yeah, they get it, that point of view, but like you know, looking yeah. at it from people who go so often and yeah. like being being there and being in the atmosphere and doing all this industry stuff and like going around to all the parks and mm-hmm. you know all the Disney parks it was just shocking to see how different Disney the is now and I don't think I like it better at all I'd the rather reputation have a Disney- that they will earn themselves from these negative all these negative experiences that people at Disney World are having right now that will cast a long shadow on their future yeah, it will be right now. Everyone's going to remember Universal for how well they handled this, and people will remember Disney for how poorly they handled this. It's interesting because I haven't been, but I've heard that the cast members at Disneyland Paris, there were in the past a bit of complaints about not everyone having that kind of same service as in uh, the American the U.S. Parks. parks. Yeah, but now apparently it seems that they are. So happy to be back that yeah. they are giving the best That's experience so cool. of themselves. Yeah. So it, cl- it sounds like the a complete opposite of what you guys have. It's funny because even in February when we went, I know we, we don't go as often as you do, yeah. but in February we had the most phenomenal the most time. Amazing! Cast. It was one of the they best awesome. experiences we've and ever like, had. Every, at any Disney we rode like Space Mountain repeatedly, and every time I asked for the same row, row eleven, it's yeah. a fair row. You get to see all the scenes, yeah. it's leg room, you know. And they were so accommodating every yeah. time. Yeah, and like we were excited to ride, and they were excited for us. Whenever like, we asked so for awesome. a specific row on a ride in Disneyland Paris, they seemed excited that we cared. We rolled up to like the wrong 
place for like our uh, our speedy pass, whatever it yeah. is, like our paid fast pass. Oh yeah, for Phantom Manor. For Phantom Manor, and like this cast room was yeah. cool. It took us like we were in the wrong place, and, and he like, let us in so through like awesome. the cast entrance of the ride anyway, because we were already there. Like, like it was really really cool. So I want to say that yeah. shout out to Disney Paris for like really. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this mm-hmm. before, but. I I'm can't just imagine. Glad to hear they kept it up after uh, yeah, COVID too, I mean, like, so I, I can't awesome. imagine our the staff interactions being any better than they already were. But I guess you can, you, I guess, you can still build on perfection. It makes me even more sad. Apparently, God, that's awesome. But Good. um, yeah, Disneyland Paris is is running the game right now, and Disney World is just. I heard Shanghai paddling. is doing really good too. Oh yeah, I mean the Asian parks and so, are always. But the Asian parks are always doing always good. Always on the top best of it, ops, in my opinion. Um. Well, that's really great. Yeah. But yeah, so honestly, to come back to your points, Finn, um, yeah, it's really cool to get everything without waiting. But if you're really going to travel across the ocean, and like you're chatting right now, you can travel across the ocean to go here. This is not the Disney World you want to experience. This is not Disney World's finest We're not going to give a crap about if you have a bad experience, at least as far as I've seen so far. Yeah, no. Cass is frustrated. It's hot out. Yeah. People here complain a lot about masks, Um, even though they're being enforced by the staff to wear them correctly people are just grumpy staff is yeah. grumpy nothing is open the magic of epcot is gone yeah it's a constructional it's a constructional epcot nightmare very disjointed i'm amazed it's just that it's like, even open it's not it right now it really isn't yeah. like i'm just going because i'm passable but i wouldn't like i had friends ask me for day tickets to epcot and i literally yeah, didn't and I'm like, them. i was yeah. like you're not gonna go to epcot yeah. for one day and pay full price you're not yeah, doing it like now not is not the it. time it's not yeah so that's 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 my answer. Like Universal, I would highly advise going. Although going to Epcot is your best bet for a cast member interaction that's positive because of the ambassadors. True. Because like Spice Road also, Table. Also, it's not as busy. Like yeah. it's about drinks first. Yeah. Like you know, not being able to get on Star Wars stuff. The service at Spice Road Table was, was amazing. Awesome. Yeah, everyone go there. Absolutely wonderful. Yep. So when yeah. Epcot is right side up again, go to Spice Road Table, order the hummus fries. <laughs> the brief on do. Yeah. yeah. And do you have Animal <laughs> Kingdom plans? We are going. When are we going? Eventually, Excellent. we had we had a we had a um, we had a reservation for it, but then DHS opened, so we canceled went to it, DHS yeah. because you know mm-hmm. we want to get on Rise again. Uh, we're excited for Animal Kingdom because that's one of those parks where it's kind of a perfect blend. Like if you don't get in a whole lot, well, it's fine because there's walking trails. Also, Primeval World is dead. Primeval World <laughs> is dead. It's because great. of that ride's departure, the net quality of that park's attractions has Garnet. improved dramatically. That was like the worst thing there. Um, so yeah, we're excited to go. We, yeah. I don't know what they were going. We have to plan one. Yeah, we'll go eventually. Kind of depends on work. Um, yeah. For some reason, it wasn't even that available. Like it was easier to get Magic Kingdom and yeah, Epcot for us than it was to get um, AK. But we'll go eventually. We're excited. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then as soon as those travel bans are lifted, hun, mm-hmm. we're gonna go fly straight to Paris. Yeah, yeah, we will be at Disneyland Paris the moment. At the drop of a hat, we will drop everything <laughs> to be back at Disneyland Paris. Sven's like laughing because he's like, this place <laughs> is not like, good. It's not even that good. Yeah, this is the first time. I know. No, I, I, understand. Like, yeah, so I totally <laughs> understand. But otherwise, I wouldn't have said that you guys should have buy an annual pass. So, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, they, Sven is the one even, um, So there wasn't... Originally, it was going to be the Lion uh, King Festival again, like they did last yeah. year. Uh, they didn't promote it in that way. However, the new Lion King show that they introduced last year is re- is already playing again now. Okay. So and uh, there's also this little uh, Jungle Book Jive show, which is pretty popular among the fans. That's returning too. Um, so uh, also the entertainment is getting a bit back up at the park because uh, yeah, the, at the moment there wasn't any. 
uh, instead they were using they are using theaters for uh, photo opportunities with the characters. So, for example, instead of the Marvel show, you have uh, in the Cinemagic Theater the uh, photo opportunities, uh, of course, not right next to the characters, but a little bit removed. But you have, a, you can, I saw Doctor Strange, I saw Black Panther, so it's nice that they have that. And on the other side, you have the Animagic Theater, where they usually play Mickey and Magician, which is mm-hmm. an awesome show. But Did you see it? You saw it, right? I saw the original Animagique okay. and Cinemagique, which I loved yeah. both of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, also, Mickey and the Magician was a very nice step up for Animagique. Yeah. And uh, they used the sets and the characters of the show also as a photo opportunity. So yeah. that's pretty good. Smart. That is cool. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen that, that one. That was originally in Disneyland in Anaheim, right? No. It's or is that a, the Magic Especially that's the Magic Map. For, magic map. Yeah, it has a bit of touches from other Disney shows, but it was yeah. especially designed for Disneyland Paris, and it's well, really yeah, that's good. the it's show good. park. So I wouldn't expect anything <laughs> less than custom show shows. Park. Well, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want. It's a side show park, and 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 I know. I just mean thing. Oh, it's the resort, like the Don't resort. You. Disneyland Paris is the show resort. And if you're going to go see shows, like oh, that's your you. best bet is mm, for live entertainment, Disneyland Paris. I don't agree. I think, I think Tokyo is better. Tokyo is very high up there, too. China has pretty good shows. Look, I fell asleep during Big Band Beat, okay? <laughs> like, I liked it, but we had to play a lottery to get in, and we got it, and mm-hmm. we were so excited. And I really liked, like, the first <gasps> 20 minutes, and then I passed out. Oh, okay. So I did really like Little Mermaid there. The, the Little whole, Mermaid the show was neat. Was okay, cool. yeah. And mm-hmm. then the pirate show in Shanghai is cool. Yeah. Yeah. But remember, Paris at some point didn't have any shows. So uh, that's yeah. when there were surveys and complaints. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. luckily a new show director came and he promised that no theater would be empty. It's kind of like that, but uh, because they pulled off a, a very crappy thing last year. And that's so you had the Lion King show playing in Disneyland Park. And to have something in a Cinemagic Theater, they did a live stream of that show. <laughs> what? That's so ghetto. Oh, my God. That's so Walt Disney Studios, though. It's so ghetto that it's like, that it's almost funny. so horrible, but... <laughs> so, I can't believe that, can't believe that, that happened. Show that happened. <laughs> but also... also I kind of wish like, you didn't know that. Yeah. But also, like you're saying that Epcot, you can't pay... For one day at Epcot today, same yeah. thing for the Walt Disney Studios. You oh, cannot totally not pay a one oh, day ticket. I would for never that tell anyone to do moment. that. Mm-mm. It's not it's, to at least one three of the big rides, areas so. open. Yeah. Well, I think we should wrap it up soon because it's yes. three. We hit the two Sven. hour mark. Sven needs to go to bed. So my final tip is if you want to go and have a quick trip, if you're in the U.S. anyways. Uh, right now is the time to like hit up your Spirit airfare, hit up your Frontier Airlines. Yep. Planes aren't as full as you may think. Carry a little backpack for you. We have hit like seventeen dollar flights to go mm-hmm. to Cedar Point and stuff. Mm-hmm. Car rentals have been really affordable because there's a million cars standing around on lots. Mm-hmm. Um, the parks that are that are open to our experience haven't been that busy. So if you really feel like making the the best out of your last couple of weeks of the summer, yep. get a cheap backpack. Get a cheap backpack. Go on Amazon.com Amazon. or at Google. You know, um, Spirit Airlines, Frontier Airlines, backpack, because they'll let you bring a backpack for free. And if you're like me and Sean, we can pack four days worth of stuff in our backpacks backpacks that are a free item. 
So do it and hit up some parks. Now it's time. If you have like a, a chain park, like a Six Flags Pass or a yeah. Cedar Fair Pass, and you're really like your home park isn't open, mm-hmm. like Carowinds is open for us, but we're going to go. We went yeah. to Kings Island and Cedar Point, and we'll go back next week. Even like with parks going down to just weekends and stuff coming up here, like even if it's the weekend, it's still worth it. Like it's about to be off season again. These parks that are open right now are yeah. not going to, you know, they're going to close soon again yeah. for the winter. So yeah, don't miss out on your chance to, you to get some coasters in this season because it's. The sun's setting pretty fast on on 2020's coaster season, and it seems like it only just started, I guess, because it mm-hmm. kind of did. Especially for some places, it didn't yeah, start at all. Yeah, it's starting to get cold so. again. I heard that it was, like, real cold in Canada already, so, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. better hurry up. Yep. So that's our little tip to uh, mm-hmm. end the episode with. Um, thank you guys for sticking with us. Mm-hmm. Sven, yes. thank you for sticking with us Thanks like crazy. Thanks for staying awake. <laughs> like, you must be tired. Someone bowling, by the way. Yeah. He, like, asserted all of his energy after work. To go win some bowling game. There's a bowling alley right yeah, behind like, Plopsa Land, isn't there? I yes. saw it on Google Earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, actually, when I worked there as a student, uh, there was also the Plopsa Bowling. So then with uh, <laughs> a part of the team who went oh there. Oh, my God. That's okay. so hilarious. So like, if you ever get bored of Plopsa Land, you know, you can you just, just go, go bowling. bowling. You can go bowling. Uh, and obviously, Plopsa there's the ocean. Uh, yeah. Not the ocean. Yeah. Sea. yeah. The North Sea, pardon me. <laughs> Which the North Sea is not that great, guys, just so you know. But it's there, it is there. Better than Arkansas. Okay, well, those are completely different <laughs> things. Hot Springs is fake. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll be back for some cool episodes. We're looking at our little schedule here. We have some awesome episodes coming up, um, mm-hmm. including... And, may- uh-huh. and maybe even with new hosts. From that my side. True, because yes. uh, sometimes with the type difference, it's not always easy to join you guys. But that's why uh, I might be joined by uh, someone from my side to have some European specials. Which oh, is great awesome. because we want to be that. season two is to be much more consistent than season one. Um, here's to a great season. Here's to amazing content on the coastofkings.com. We have been so busy the last week or two. Like we have, we are starting to. We have revamped some parts of the site. We are adding new team members. We are adding crazy amounts of new articles. We're kind of switching from just being update-based as we were in the past to being custom content-driven, opinion pieces. We're traveling the world and we're taking you with us. Um, so stay tuned for much more from Coaster Kings to CoasterKings.com. I'm sure that on all those social media, Alex will make you laugh. Uh, oh, oh, true. oh, I'll try. Oh, yeah, Alex is the best meme. Tasteful and distasteful memes. <laughs> We got it all. And <laughs> and everything in between. From four pillows. <laughs> to dolly. Four pillows. To dolly. To dolly Parton. <laughs> Our fairy godmother of theme parks. All right, everyone. All right. With Dolly in a wave of the hand now, <laughs> I am gone. That's a Reflections of China reference. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.